One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, welcome to episode 171 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture film and music podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, July 1st, 2015, and my name is Dan Gorman. I don't have anything uh, to say off the top because holy shit, Casey's got a baby! (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and I don't have anything to say off the top because I haven't slept. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, my name is Greg LeGrow, and I was just holding a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny baby. Holy Tiny shit. Baby. So small. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. A, yeah. It I'm, happened. Are you a sleepy guy? Yeah. I'm a sleepy fellow. <laughs> I'm, one of these, I'm one of these dads you hear about these days. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you heard about a lot before you became one? Yeah. yeah. Listen, yeah. No, get I your sleep now. I, yeah. I knew about the process. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we have tons of stuff to talk about today, mm-hmm. including Casey being a dad Yeah, now. yeah it's yeah. Uh, pretty fun. Yeah? Not a lot of sleep. No? I don't know if I'm going to make a lot of sense. Uh, That's all right. But uh, but yeah, just I'm happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice to see you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your baby is adorable. Yes. That is, so that is actually true. God nice looking baby. Like I said before, like everybody's like, oh, my baby's the cutest baby. But my baby's the cutest yeah. baby. And so much hair. Yeah. 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 So a lot she's, of hair on the baby. Uh, she's, got, uh, she's definitely got daddy's hair. Yeah. <laughs> and Chin, um, you, you were know, saying Myos has hair too, buddy. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So baby, baby, yeah. baby, and uh, friend of the show, Eric Tokar, champion lover. Yes, also has good a baby. Also has a baby. He yeah. uh, he beat me to fatherhood. That's right, Penny. Um, Aw, mm-hmm. yeah, like. That is the cutest name for yeah, a baby. Yeah. It made me go like, Home run. oh, we should call it. Yeah. <laughs> Real nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a season for babies. Mm. Babies popping up everywhere. <laughs> Get one today. Yeah. <laughs> we sent away for hours. Yeah. yeah. Saved up baby points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> available at any SO gas station. Yeah. It's a lot of popsicle like, Popsicle pitas. <laughs> <laughs> you can either get the skateboard yeah. or the baby. Yeah, it's like Pepsi points. Yeah. Yeah. Like it says Popsicle Pete across the baby, but yeah, uh, <laughs> you can they, they brand your baby, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have tons of stuff to talk about today, including uh, Film Roulette, which was winner's choice, although Casey had to watch uh, Reaching. What was it that you had to watch? He had to watch uh, New York Minute. New York Ooh. Minute. Ooh. With, uh, and, the, uh, let me tell you guys, Ashley things Wilson's. got a little strange. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
we will be listening to an album that Casey told us to listen to last week, Action Bronson, and we will also be rolling for movies next week. Uh, we will play 90210 Yeah Relay, where we talk about an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 from season mm-hmm. three. Um, and first, we will uh, get into the itty bitty tidbit committee. <laughs> Uh, which is where we talk about what we've been watching and movie news and such. Yeah. Uh, first, if you'd like to email us about anything that we talked about, email uh-huh. us at info at modernsuperior.com. Go to iTunes.com and uh, rate and review us. I don't think that's the URL, but just type in iTunes. Yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, it helps a lot. And on top of all those three, th- those two things that I usually say, the third thing is just tell uh, everyone about this show. Yeah, yeah why I'm going to start you? throwing that in. Yeah, do yeah. that. You yeah. know what? Tell your friends. If you listen to the show and one of your friends doesn't, uh, push them down on the ground and put the headphones in their ears until they listen to us. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And and do that thing like where you uh, like where you spit a little bit, but it just hangs (laughs) out of your mouth until they until they start enjoying the show and then suck it back. Or until they like the taste of spit. You know, that's I think you got that from uh, watching Flatliners recently. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Except for that kid really spits all over Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. yeah. And (laughs) I'm seeing my dick. It's right in his mouth. Yeah. like oh keeper don't commit to that moment that's yeah. disgusting it grosses me all the way out. <laughs> so horrible don't let a 10 year old no. spit in your mouth yeah. <laughs> although his disgust in that scene is the best acting in the whole movie yeah, yeah. he's it's i think he was like oh no, i didn't mean to <laughs> <laughs> but we're rolling and film is expensive no! <laughs> <laughs> is that your keeper sutherland <laughs> yeah he's exactly like doesn't he yeah i've not seen a lot of 24 yeah <laughs> he mostly oh, just oh, i gotta save the president 24 days to do this is that how it goes? <laughs> I'm Jack Bauer now, bitch. Yeah, they they constantly uh, <laughs> reference that it's a 24-hour thing. It's like every episode. That was another hour. <laughs> that leaves us with 21 hours. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. Nick of Time constantly looking at... Uh, <laughs> I like Nick of Time. I love that movie. It's so stupid. It's yeah. great. I haven't seen it since the verse came out, but I remember oh, quite enjoying it. Was, it's, it's Christopher Walken is doing a Christopher Walken yeah, impression. Yeah, yeah. It's great. great. It's a yeah. fun movie. Yeah, yeah. super good. Um, before we get too far into the tidbits, I wanted to shout out uh, listener Jordan emailed us and mm-hmm. mentioned that he wanted us to do yeah. Eiffel 65 as a punishment album. Yeah. And Guess we what? have uh, we've already done that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That album sucks, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell you right now, it yeah. sucked. Yeah. <laughs> If you so want to hear horrible. our thoughts on it, dig back to whatever the hell episode yeah, that was. I believe knows. it was the episode, or it was around the time of Iron Man 3. All because right. when Iron Man 3 starts, oh, Eiffel 65 yeah. starts, and we were yeah. like, hey! Yeah, we just like, did we that. Like super weirded yeah. out by it. So, uh, yeah. Do your stupid homework, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he also recommended another one that'll go on the list. Yeah. Um, and also, if you go to modernsuperior.com, Jeremy Schultz of, uh, of Drink Along wrote an article about video games. He's starting a series called Dead Battery about his experiences video gaming and his thoughts and opinions. Uh, so check that out. It's really great. It's about virtual it's, reality. It's become uh, it's already hit. quite popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, more traffic to our site today than ever. And, yeah. Well, and, than any other day in history of Modern Superior. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good articles about like uh, virtual reality and how it'll probably probably be buggy because everything that launches these days in video games is buggy and how that will not go well for the consumer, which I agree with. Because yeah. like every time you get a video game, something's wrong with it these days. So it's like no one's going to sit down and be like, oh, well, this thing only half works. 
Yeah. I'll uh, wait until it gets better. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be a trend. I don't I know don't that know. much about it <laughs> no. either. I mean, I've only ever well, played Qbert. Well, <laughs> I play video games, but I'm not willing to spend all the money on yeah. them, and I'm not all that excited. I'll, well, I'll, now now they will ship a game that when you put take it home and put it in, it has to download like a one gig upgrade yeah, to make yeah. it work. Yeah. Oh, I even yeah. put in a game that's like five years old, and it I had to wait a fucking that. half an hour yeah. before I could play the damn thing. Yeah, I just like, and I'm like, I'm so not discerning. I, I, I the last game that I bought was like Red Dead Redemption or something because yeah. I read something about it a way back when it first that, came is out. Is that still on your coffee table or your table over here? Because I think it was there for months. Is there for months. <laughs> and yeah. then I started playing it oh. for like 15 minutes and I was like, I'm riding a horse! <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I really lost interest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just started playing, uh, what do you call it there, Fallout New Vegas. Oh yeah? That's good. That's a cool yeah. game. I enjoy that. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a gamer guy but I got uh, Fallout three about four or five years ago yeah and i just lost my mind oh there's like, so oh, the follow games are ever. great yeah. yeah there's a couple of games that'll get you yeah but I don't, I, even that when that comes out it'll be like well i'll wait wait a while couple years until yeah. you're only twenty dollars yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah then yeah. i'll buy you and you'll sit in a drawer for a year and then i'll play you and then i'll play you and think you're wonderful yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me i'm just like i will i will play 15 minutes of a game and just be like this is my life now yeah. and then i'll get to a hard part and i'll be like i'm done with this forever <laughs> <laughs> i have no commitment to and and like there's other hard things that i can do <laughs> come on guys yeah yeah, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. there's other uh, i'm a i'm a dad guys come on uh there's other things that i can do and like i'll just I'll focus on my energy until I get over that thing. With video games, if something is the slightest bit yeah. difficult, I will abandon it forever. Uh-huh. I loved playing Uncharted 3 because oh. like, I got a PS3 and that came with it. And like I was like, I can't believe how much. I've never loved a video game so much yeah. as this. And I got to the sniper thing and I'm just like, I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is so beneath me. Fuck it. I'm too old for video games anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm man. Such a sucky oh, Well, I love that now you can say, like, if you have a joke that doesn't land, you can be like, I'm a dad. It's a dad joke. <laughs> I, I actually had that I love thought. that. I actually had that thought. It's going to eventually just devolve into me uh, jingling keys in front of the mic <laughs> for, for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to become my thing. Um, we had some music news uh, to get into in the uh, Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, oh, yeah. of stuff that we don't talk about a lot in this segment, uh, video games being one and now yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you listen to Time Bandits, our good friend Anthony East was on there. Yeah. And uh, he's in a band who just dropped an EP. That's right. The 92 Blue Jays. No. Yeah. The yeah. cleverly named 92 Blue Jays. Damn yeah. Right. Just some like fucking super sweet uh, uh, garagey kind of punk sound stuff. Yeah, I uh, you can go to the ninety two bluejays.bandcamp.com. Nine two, uh, the numbers, not the letters. Uh, don't spell it out, but yeah. Um, uh, what is it? The Champ EP. Yep, the Champ. Yeah, um, and it's fucking terrific. It's I was really uh, impressed by the production because a lot of like smaller bands and they're pretty like they're pretty grassroots independent like yeah. just they're friends of ours and and they'll like crunch on the guitar yep. like if you like 90s music of any kind they are one of those bands doing that kind of like here's a bunch of different elements there's punk in there there's yeah. garage there's yeah. grunge there's there's some metal happening yeah, yeah. well um, this was this was the album that they worked with uh with jimmy with Jimmy Kane from uh, Champion, Lover. Champion Lover. Lover that's right and uh, you can tell and because Chris those Sanson, guitars always mastered the thing mm-hmm. so uh you know, yeah. Those and they worked on it for a long time. They really yeah. put the work in, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it's great. I, I was at their uh, the uh, release show oh, at yeah, the Silver Friday. Dollar. That was great. A packed house. They had a little mosh pit and everything. It was craziness. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, they're a hell of a fucking band. 
so entertaining. Yeah, they're one of one of the the bright spots of uh, the Toronto uh, Toronto music scene. That's as of fucking late. Yeah, yeah, it's a super and, uh, fun EP. Yeah, it's really good. I really hope that they get like a bunch of like review coverage and stuff from blogs because yeah, it's I really cool. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's and super it good. Really fits into a lot of stuff that is super popular right now. Mm-hmm. Like that, like that kind of like it's kind of it's kind of poppy but kind of heavy and then there's like gang vocals on some songs oh, but yeah. then like screaming on other songs it's like really good like mix of if you like any kind of indie rock there'll be something okay yeah yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's not it's not out of reach for people who don't listen to heavier stuff but yeah. at the same time it's total like fist in the air music definitely yeah, yeah. really really good yeah so yeah. check it out those guys are the best 92 Blue <laughs> Fist Jays. in the air music because it makes you want to punch a bird. <laughs> or yell at a cloud. Finally, an album for me. Yeah. Hatred of birds. Bird puncher. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck birds. <laughs> That's not no. it's called. I don't like birds very much. Well, uh, let's hang out in music for a second. Yeah, I, I got a music go, I went too. to another concert. Uh, I went and saw Spoon. Oh, yeah. At uh, the Phoenix. And your reactions in our Facebook thread were wonderful. I just had to let them lie. It was just like, this is so good. It was <laughs> like, fuck. I saw Spoon. Uh, we Casey and I saw, uh, saw Spoon in California. Yeah. yeah. At Coachella. And it was great seeing them there because it, uh, it was a really big Coachella. So the fact that Spoon was there was a little bit overshadowed by like Pavement Reunion, Phantom okay. War Reunion. Yeah. And like really big bands. That- yeah. And we saw Spoon just before, on the same stage, just before Pavement. Yeah. So I mean, it was like, uh, it was like oh, right, right, yeah, spoon. Yeah, yeah. I'll watch spoon, but I mean, I'm saving it up for payment. Yeah. And yeah. Do you think and I, I love me some spoon? I absolutely yeah, do. You. Do you but think I mean, any of that is because spoon are such a consistent band? They're they're putting albums out every couple of years. They're basically touring often. Is it one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah, spoon? They're no, always around. They're always that is a problem. Great I was thinking that while I was music. watching this set. I, Casey and I definitely weren't like that at, okay. at Coachella. Yeah. We were going You're in like, there yeah. like Transference just came out. Yeah. And we were. Like crazy deep, yeah. deep spoon fans. Yeah. Um, but I was standing there watching them play at the Phoenix, and this was light years beyond that because it was their full set. You know, yeah. it was the mm-hmm. whole thing. What they're just total fucking pros. Yeah, this band is so good. I'm like, this is probably the most taken for granted band. Of the I 100 percent agree. They have never made a bad record. They've never even made one that was not like just like kind of okay. Yeah. yeah, they're all like top to bottom, fucking fantastic. And the yeah. amount of records that have come out, yeah. is ridiculous. Definitely. And they've got. And the thing is, they they they're they're not a compromisey band. No, like they're a band that has that that has a real strong sense of uh, of melody and 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 sense of like kind of catchy, almost poppy stuff. But it, it comes by it all honestly. Like yeah. there's nothing uh, like like. I don't want to say it's not accessible, but like it's it's not desperate for no, accessibility. No, yeah, not at all. It relies on uh, good hooks and good melodies, but not ones that are like you know jingles for the radio yeah, yeah. or something like that. Although, yeah. I mean, it's all influenced by that kind of stuff. I almost feel like it's it's something that I that I really love in in music. Like it's something that that Pavement always did. Speaking of them, mm-hmm. which is like kind of fun, cool hooks and stuff like that, and yeah. like really kind of catchy stuff. But like with but almost like using production and. Um, and and like junky guitar sounds yeah, and yeah. junky uh, uh, drum sounds and stuff like that as l- like to to offset the, yeah, that uh, totally. the sweet melodic nature yeah, yeah. yeah and he's what a singer he is Britt Daniels just like I, he's totally. never gonna blow a note you he know? bugs just, 
Uh, he bugs me because he's one of those. He's a lot like uh, like Black Francis or someone for me. Yeah. Where I'm like, I, I love the way he sings and I love his lyrics. Yeah. And, and it bugs me. Yeah. Because it's, it's so like, too yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's just kind of like ah, like I think very highly of myself as a songwriter. <laughs> <laughs> and then so when a songwriter comes along, where I'm like, mm, I would yeah. I would never have thought of that. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. And his style of singing is so of his himself and oh, so yeah. of his own yeah. and it's super unique and so like. Uh, built over the fa- throughout the foundation of a career, yeah. much like their music. Because when you go back to like their early stuff, Telefono and their and like it's very so like sneaks and stuff. Yeah, 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 it's very like okay, kind of pixiesy, but like yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. they've got their own thing going on, but it's not you know a hundred percent spoon. And then a couple albums later, you're like, oh my god, because yeah. like <laughs> you were saying production. Every once in a while, I go back and listen to uh, Girls Can Tell, yeah. which is like an an album where the production when you sit down and listen to it is so mind-blowingly phenomenal the choices that they make yeah. like like they're making choices that have been made before like oh we're gonna pan all the drums to this side and we'll have yeah. all the like we'll have everything sat in a place that like bands had used to do in the past but aren't yeah. doing right now right and that even in of itself to like let's do it this way which people aren't doing but we're playing this kind of music it's just that album is just so fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the one-two punch of that and then Kill the Moonlight yeah. is just get the fuck out. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> That's the greatest thing. <laughs> and, uh, and, you, know what, uh, you know what else I got I got to say that, that I totally love about about that about Spoon is their uh, album covers are always yeah. great. Yeah, really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a fucking great band and, uh, and their set was so cool. I was like, I don't know. I don't even know what to expect to go on here. I'm yeah. pretty familiar with the catalog, so I... You know, I wasn't expecting to not know anything, and I knew most of it, but it was just cool choices. Like, they played My Mathematical Mind, you know? Sweet. They played, oh, I love they played that The song. Ghost of You Lingers. Nice. So, wow, get really? Out, and it was devastatingly awesome. I bet. Yeah. Oh, it was so thick, good. Thick, reverb Yeah, man. And yeah, he's a hell of a showman, and his voice is amazing. And I was talking to uh, our buddy Diggs, and he's, he didn't know Spoon. I was like, oh, fuck, man. That is That's bananas. Crazy, yeah. I could totally, like, oh, he just, would love Spoon. made for him. <laughs> and uh, he was like, well, what album? And I was like, uh, uh, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> what is the entry point? Yeah, what's my, the what's the entry point? I would point? say there's no girls can tell. To, see, yeah. I would not see. I, I feel like yeah, girls I'm can more tell of like a, a kill the moonlight or ga 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 ga. I think ga 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 ga. Or transfer uh, transference maybe. Yeah. But what about Gimme Fiction? That's incredibly accessible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like my my immediate. <laughs> it's got a bit of everything. It's got I turn my camera on. Yeah. It's got you know the Beast of Dragon adored. It's got the that's such a good of, opener. Of, oh my god! I summon you, which is one of the best songs I've ever heard by anybody. Uh, oh man, I haven't listened to that album in a long it's time. So good. Go that, on a, it, on a speaking of like uh, like underappreciated, I feel like that album is weird that it came out and like I turn my camera on was such a hit. It was in like commercials and stuff, yeah. but is still kind of a weirdly underappreciated album because yeah. it was like. Yeah. The big one, and then we moved on to Gaga Gaga, and that was like that the was like, one. Shut up! Yeah, <laughs> I I would I would I would say for me it would be girls girls can tell, or I would even throw them in at a series of sneaks and be like, enjoy this guitar pop record, and then just yeah. go forward and have your mind blown for like eight <laughs> albums in a row. Totally. Yeah, yeah, like the, they're they're a band where the progression is is so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've, I mean if I a gun to my head, I'd probably have to go with uh, Kill the Moonlight is my favorite. Yeah. Just because, uh, just with well, a gun to my head, I'd be like, uh, "Hey, stop! Please, please, please stop pointing <laughs> Let's not talk about now. music. Just, just bands, just yeah. a bunch of albums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the way we get by is like yeah, they really played that too, and that was yeah. that was did a they, moment. And I was like, "Oh, my twenties. That was yeah. the uh, that was the song that like I saw it in. I was hanging out at somebody's house in college, and they were watching like snowboard videos, and the video had used that song, and I was like, "What is this song?" And yeah. I went home and like all I I just remember I heard some of the lyrics, and I was like. 
like, remember that line? And I went home to the internet and typed in the <laughs> lyrics to figure out what the song was because everyone was like, I don't know, but I like it. Yeah. Oh, man. They're, yeah. they're one of those bands that, that like, I never heard a Spoon before, and I heard that song on um, The Wedge. Remember The Wedge? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. yeah, I heard on The Wedge. That, like, I found so many great... Man, I missed The Wedge. That was yeah. a great... Like, I found so many great bands that way. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sahara Hot Nights I found that way, oh, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Concrete. Is there like a? There needs to be like an internet equivalent of of the wait, bad. Wait, Dan, I'm not done saying bands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody uh, needs to do like an internet music show that, but it's like video. Yeah, video related. Yeah, because like I mean, because uh, I would throw again, on like a half hour YouTube video at, yeah. on my TV at my house of like here's a like a host and a bunch of bands you should know. Absolutely, it gives you, yeah. and it gives you a fun. It gives you a fun. Um, component to to finding new music like mm-hmm. i found that avalanche's song uh you know frontier psychiatrist frontier psychiatrist which i <laughs> i i love so much more than than i think i even should <laughs> love that song to death it's so good but like that that video gives the song so much weird context yeah. that it, it made me love it that much more yeah yeah um speaking of music if we're if we're segueing on sure um I wanted to bring up one super quick thing. Um, there's a there's a Google Plus page and a YouTube channel um, that I found recently that is just so phenomenal. I have to bring it up on the show and tell people about it. If you like new wave punk rock of a vintage variety, oh, so yes, like indeed if, I if do. you like Elvis <laughs> Costello, if you like pub rock, new yeah. wave, any of that kind of like. Ramones, all that sort of, especially seventies era. Yeah, go to Google and type in v- Vampire Rex, V A M P I R R E C S, um, and the YouTube channel will come up, and the Google Plus page will be there as well. It's this. I, I think I just assume it's one person uploading like super rare vintage um, live music sets, like oh. full sets. And also songs. A lot of them are taped off of 70s uh, radio stations that I think this person worked at. But some of them are bootlegs. Like there's a Husker Du one there that was like Bob Mould gave this guy a cassette tape and said like tape from the soundboard. And then somehow someone got a hold of it and like over the years and now it's digitized. But there's like Elvis Costello. There's Ramon stuff. There's like punk rock bands you've never heard of. But now we're like, this is cool. All live stuff. Super cool. That's wild. It's amazing. I was just digging through them and putting it like the the Costello live set is fucking phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, I got to I got to get into that. Yeah. So check Mm -hmm. that out. V-A-M-P-I-R-R-E-C-S into Google. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? I don't know. What's going Should on? Get into the itty bitty tidbit committee. Yeah. All right. Anything uh, catching anyone's eyes on the internet uh, in terms of news. news this week? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't been checked. Like, I mean, I, I'm yeah. sort of way behind on stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Understandably. Yeah. yeah. So tell me what's going on, fellas. I can tell you the hot topics as listed on ScreenRant.com. Uh. I, haven't written, I haven't written anything in a billion years no. either. I feel like uh, I'm. I'm super out of the loop. Apparently, Spider-Man's going to be in Captain America three. Is this a new thing or is this old? No, that's old. Okay. Come on, Dan. I don't know. I didn't write anything <laughs> down. This Shut week. up, Dan. They, they oh, cast. Uh, they cast Spider-Man, and they have a director for his yes. standalone movie. That's what's happened since yeah. last yeah. year here. They cast like an eight-year-old or something? Uh, they cast that kid, Tom Holland, not director of Fright Night. Yeah. Tom Holland. But a kid uh, named Tom Holland who was in The Impossible. That was what I thought when I heard uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that old guy? Yeah. <laughs> That's wicked, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Yeah, I don't know. He's young. They wanted to go really young. Uh, I'll get on that in a second. The director is, uh, what's it? His name is John Watts. He directed an upcoming movie called Cop Car. Okay. That's it. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, he directed Kevin Bacon in a movie called Cop Car. That must be. Oh, you know what? I remember seeing something about that, and apparently that thing's going to be a big thing. Fair amount of buzz around that. Um, And yeah, so they've gone young. Uh, with this kid Tom Holland, he's a, oh, he's like nineteen, <laughs> but whatever he looks he looks like a teenager as he is one. But um, because uh, then uh, Kevin Feig of Marvel uh, made a little statement uh, yesterday. I yes, guess. I read this. I, one of the influences that they want to like kind of the vibe they want to give the Spider Man movies on their own is based on, or the inspired by John Hughes movies. Yeah, like they want that that kind of vibe of youth. Uh, sorry, like, they want to do a John Hughes uh, Spider Man. Spider Man, fuck! I know. Off. I'm no, like, that doesn't make any sense. Right. You don't. Uh, you don't know. You're stealing the wrong things. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, nobody's succeeded in ever. Like, I mean, a lot you of people have tried do to do a John Hughes thing. Nobody has succeeded, and it's a dumb idea to try. Yeah, it's like it. Ah, it's it's just a, it's just such a stupid fucking idea, and that's not what Spider Man needs no. to be. They don't have a script yet, so all, I'm hoping he's just out there saying shit right now. Probably, you know, whatever. which I guess is a thing he does. Yeah, that's fine. He said, people are like, oh, it's like the Breakfast Club, and I'm like, oh, more Peter Parker in high school. Great. Yeah, like, we I, don't have any movies about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, that. I don't need that's to, true. Like but him to be an angsty teen. Or no, anything. no, but well, I don't know. But at least we'll get him in. Uh, other movies first, so we'll, 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 we won't get an origin story. Thank yeah. Christ. Yeah, like, yeah, I get yeah. it. <laughs> I know what happened. Everyone knows what happened. Uh, and ho- hopefully, like his sort of popping up here and there in in uh, in other Mar- Marvel yeah. things will inform the way the the yeah. the movie itself goes for sure. But this kid, uh, you know, he was good in the Impossible. I think he looks right. He, he looks like Peter to me, and I, you know, I, I get. Why they're going so young, and so hopefully they don't make stupid movies. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, totally. Well, we'll see. Yeah. It's a great character, you know. It's, uh, get it right. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> we're fucking around. Once. Yeah, I did see that Spielberg is uh, yeah, doing yeah, yeah. a Michael Crichton adaptation, Micro, his his final novel that was released after his death. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what it's about, but I'm it, not sure I, either. If I understand from the picture there, it's about Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's about, it's about Honey bug. I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Oh, 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 then I'm in. It's about yeah. a little bug with a man inside him. <laughs> <laughs> and inside it's the bug is also bug. the word yeah. Micro. Yeah. <laughs> And the man and the word micro have to fight to get out of the bug. <laughs> you got to figure out how they get in there in the first place. Yeah, but I'm silly kinda, man and word. I'm down for for Spielberg returning to the Crichton uh, well. Yeah, the Crichton verse. Sure. Yeah, yeah, why not? Ah, Senor Spielbergo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, the story of micro is a uh, scientist uh, shrinks some people down and. Uh, then they have to try and survive running through the uh, rainforest or something like that. Okay. Oh, is that right? So mm. it is Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, no, it is. Oh. <laughs> Dynamite. Because yeah. honestly, I love Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, no, that I would definitely awesome. watch more. Seriously, that, that yeah, yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. 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 It super sounds awesome. I could handle some Spielberg doing that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially, I'm picturing like it'd probably be a good movie to watch in 3D. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I want to see Big Blades of Grass. 
<laughs> That's it. And nothing else. <laughs> nothing, nothing else. <laughs> like it's like Warhol's Empire, <laughs> but so instead big. of em- the Empire State Building, it's just grass for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you're a dad and you don't sleep anymore. It's like, I just would like a movie about some grass. Yeah. Oh, just <laughs> some big grass would be great. Man. I think that it's a nice lawn. <laughs> what do you uh, What do you use to fertilize that? Like? Oh, that's a good choice. <laughs> I'm a dad. No, I talk like this. <laughs> I'm a dad. I became quick. The poster is just all grass. So Steven Spielberg presents Michael Crichton's micro, and then tagline: "It's just grass." <laughs> just grass. <laughs> Peter Travers says, "Don't get your hopes up." <laughs> Peter Trevor says they used good fertilizer on these leaves. <laughs> they used a roller coaster of fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nonstop grass ride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. somebody cut it already. <laughs> it's an eyesore. Uh, hey, fellas, yeah. can we pause for just a second? We really do have to pee. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Um,. What else should we talk about? Oh, Any movies. Other news? Yeah, well, what have you guys been watching? <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, what else, what have you guys been been watching? Uh-huh. Uh, oh, are we rolling? Well, yeah. Oh, all right. What's going on? Oh, we're There's rolling. More news, I think, isn't there? Okay. Is what there? else? Is there? I don't know. I mean, I don't uh, know. Like the- they canceled Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Cancelable. I didn't. I'm watching it yet. <laughs> Can't you know that that's exactly what was going Cancible? on in my mind? <laughs> I was like, it. Ah, oh, shit, what's the portmanteau on this yeah. one? Uh, is it Hanseled? Uh, <laughs> Something else. <laughs> Hanseled's so Han- hot right now. Cancelable? Uh, Cancelable. Uh, um... Well, there were some trailers that I watched. Um, Jason Sudeikis and Allison Brie and Sleeping with Other People. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks pretty good. Oh, uh, I saw that trailer for uh, uh, Legend. Legend? Is that what it's called? Yes, yeah. With uh, Tom, Hardy Tom, Hardy Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that looks good. Totally. <laughs> oh, sorry. Do you mean Tom Hardy and Tom, Tom Hardy? Hardy? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah, he's pulling a Van Damme. Oh. <laughs> or a Jackie Chan or a... Uh, who else has done that? <laughs> Uh, uh, John Lithgow. (laughs) (laughs) Raising Uh, Cane. Yeah, Yeah, fucking, that looks really good. It looks really good. There is a movie based on that same story from the 90s called The Craze. K-R-A-Y-S. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was like Mm -hmm. a big, uh, a big kind of one of those movies that ever that all of your film nerd friends would would be like you know yeah. that be the movie totally should have called it the cray brothers though or the cray twins and not yeah. the crays or every that's time you say so it to people cray. it sounds like craz totally <laughs> yeah that's what they look for and you got to spell it every time every movie yeah. if there's a movie i have to spell every time i talk about it then it's cray yeah, wrong yeah. title <laughs> yeah it's called crazy craz <laughs> what K K R what? I saw that movie, The Craze. It's Cray Cray, man. <laughs> I saw the Cray Cray Craze. <laughs> Whoa, now. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> Watch yourself. Easy now. Uh, yeah, that looks great. It's a uh, yeah. They're twin brothers in the uh, UK mob in the sixties. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, the true, true story. Really and good. super super cool. Yeah, Who that played good. them in the craze. K R A Y. I can look uh, it up. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I, I want to say it was Paul Bettany, but it wasn't no, Paul no, Bettany. No, no. It was uh, a couple of fellas. Wasn't yeah, it like? A, wasn't it a band? Wasn't it like uh, what? 
two dudes in a in a in a band or something? No, I don't. I don't. Well, not that I'm aware. I'm of. loading it. Uh, Billy Whitelaw. It played played Violet Cray, Ronnie Cray, Reggie Cray. Which one should I be looking hold, for? Hold on now. <laughs> Billy, Billy Whitelaw is a lady, and that play that's her mom. Martin Gary Camp, Camp and, and Martin Camp. Camp. Yeah. All right. Twin actors. Yeah. Twinsies. Not a bad idea. Why did I think they were in a band? Uh, well, I don't know. Are Let's they see. Cocteau twins? <laughs> Are they a couple of Cocteau <laughs> twins? I don't know. Uh, oh, they are in a band. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so they're Spando Ballet. Spando, Spando Ballet. Ballet. That's uh, what it is. True. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew mm-hmm. this much was. So, I don't know why <laughs> they didn't uh, do the reboot of the movie starring uh, PM Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Yeah. <laughs> that, it's a very specific audience for that movie. Oh, uh, man. PM down. Uh, yeah. That is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so Schwarzenegger is set to star in another more oh, right. down-tempo role. serious from yeah. the, uh, film from the screenwriter of Enemy. Yeah. Uh, and the movie's going to be called 478. Uh, revenge drama. I think yeah. that's all uh, that's been released. But I, you know what? Well, the, Casey's making an I don't know face. Uh, but I he think he was too excited to be there in Maggie. I just yeah. think uh, I think with the right, he's excited to be anywhere. Yeah. A zombie. I think with the right script, I think he could do it. And I, I think hope that so. the script of Maggie was just not there, and he was only given was, enough to do where he was just like, I guess I'm just happy to yeah. be. Here. This yeah, one is I, it's I, called I think, 478 because 478 is a flight number. And an air traffic controller fucks up and causes a plane crash. Okay. And his family dies in it. And then he decides to go across country to find this guy to kill him. Okay. Oh, boy. That's what it's about. And, and it's like, from the writer of Enemy. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. hopefully it's a little bit more. Because that sounds but like it could be like Taken style, run all night. Yeah, no. Thing. it's not Like the guy isn't like a scary bad guy. Yeah. He's just some fucking dude. But then that just sounds to me like another movie where it's a very sparsely scripted yeah. uh, film that relies a lot on um, the actor yeah. acting, yeah. and I don't yeah. know that that is I will hold out right. hope. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, I will sure some, as hell watch something it. in there. Like, when you watch, when you yeah. watch, you know, Conan the Barbarian. Now, yeah. he sounds hilarious in a lot of things in that movie, but there's a lot of, a lot of process going on that's pretty yeah. good, man. He's got some yeah. something going on the, behind the eyes. Same thing in Predator. It's yeah. there. There's thought. The thing about... He can do it. I believe in him. I, I do, too. <laughs> and the thing about Maggie is the movie, the stuff that the movie gives him is really important that it lands for the plot of the film. And I feel like if you structure... Yeah, and no, but like to the wrong dude. Yeah, but if you structure... Well, lovely. What should I do with this? <laughs> <laughs> but if you structure your movie like, my beard. like an enemy or like a blue ruin where it's like the plot is happening and he's not necessarily having to open his mouth to drive the plot, it can be... He, he's just going and reacting going, to the things that are happening. Yeah. I, 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 I fully agree. I could see that working. I, I fully agree with what you're saying. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I would like to see him given things to react to. Yeah, like you're right. Like I mean, Maggie was a lot more of a. a you ha- a basically had to open his mouth study. and tell him what, tell everybody what he was feeling for right. us to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Or like I mean, it was a lot more character study ish kind of thing, and and he, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. He didn't like if you don't give Schwarzenegger much to like, oh, like talk about. Yeah, but you give him a lot to like just sit there and work through it. And maybe we'll see that mm-hmm. instead yeah. of just him being like, Is I had a doctor to... on board with this thing that we know of. I don't know. Because that, that could be huge to this. Yeah. Know? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, oh, fuck. Sorry, I thought there, yeah. was a, <laughs> yeah. there was there was a thought. If there's someone there to kind of guide the performance along, a, a, a strong uh, no director performance set. director. Um, Conceivable that that well, writer like who, could do it. Who do you it. have in mind? Oh, I don't know. Just not the guy who did Maggie, I guess, because he just was like, I did fucking another zombie movie. Really? Come yeah. fuck off. No Gosh. more. Man, what, and what a bummer, because I loved zombie movies more than anything, but now I'm just like, ugh. I, do, I don't anymore. Stop like, it. Yeah. Because they all fucking suck, man. Yeah. When they can't make them, fu- you know, I was thinking about it today. I was, uh, or uh, yesterday, actually, I was going on the subway and I was thinking about uh, Return of the Living Dead. I'm like, man, that movie's so great. Yeah. It's, and it's like, everything. Yeah, it is everything. But like, where's that kind of, because they made a couple of zombie movies and stuff like that in the 80s where it was kind of like they knew it was fun. Yeah. And there was like cool punk rock playing. And, yeah. yeah. And when the heads got split open, it was in CG blood splat. Like it was, you could make a, like if they made a fun zombie movie like that, I'd totally get on board with it, but they just don't know how. Yeah. They just keep making lo- like low budget long versions of Walking Dead episodes. I'm yeah. Like, I don't yeah. give a fuck. And they keep not putting Clue Gulager in it. You know? Yeah, the yeah. He's not dead. No. <laughs> where is where is his comeback? Oh, man. I don't know. He was He's in that uh, Feast movie, and I thought maybe oh, that would oh, yeah, yeah. somewhere to go. But I, I never saw that. It's got elements yeah. that are okay. great and yeah. some not great. I can but. see how at the time it was something to freak out about, but I yeah. saw it a few years later, and I was like, this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, it's oh, all right. Oh, they're I was, doing this. Uh, yeah, it's my fun. first watch of it, I was half in the bag, and yeah. I was just like, this is terrific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it really does have some strong, strong moments. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then you crawled out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all the way out of the bag now. <laughs> and I see clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything yeah. else? Fuck, is there other news? I don't know. Uh, maybe. maybe jump not. into what we've yeah, been watching. Yeah, let's do it. Let's watch some stuff. Um, wh- who wants to start? Uh, well, I'll start. I've been I've been showing my ass the classics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the last movie that... Uh, is it the last movie that we watched before? No, it wasn't. So, yeah, so I showed her Poltergeist. I think I talked about that yeah, on the did, last yeah. show. Right. Uh, then I showed her Jaws. Oh, um, sweet. And, uh, yeah, I love watching, I love watching like, scary movies with Maya's because mm-hmm. her reactions are the best. <laughs> uh, so when, um, oh, what's his name? Tom Gardner or whatever? Yeah, uh, the old Tom Gardner's boat. Yeah. Yeah. When his little head pops out, man, did she ever freak the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Athena and I watched Jaws about every year. And yeah. then we went and saw it in the theater last summer. Yeah. Yeah. We're was that when I was there? Yeah, you were yeah. there too. And Tom Gardner's head pops up. She knows it's coming. Yeah. She's like, Hugh. Yeah. Because it's terrifying. <laughs> Me too. It's, yeah, it's so I'm scary. I'm talking about uh, uh, about Myo's reaction to it and how much I laugh. I still jump. Yeah. No, it's so, <laughs> like it's one of the best jump scares ever. Yeah. Because it's. Because it's gross as fuck. Because yeah, totally. like, his little head comes out and his little eyes all like blow it out. No, yeah. and the whole thing is just so much tension. That yeah. whole scene is just like, nothing good is happening here. That whole yeah. movie is so much <laughs> yeah. tension. And oh, even when it's letting the tension up, yeah. it's telling a story. Like, it's fucking Quint telling the story of uh, of the... Um, USS Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The USS Indianapolis. And, and that story is so fucking engaging. Oh, my God. Yeah. And maybe the best monologue ever. ever in the movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and one of the best deliveries of a monologue yeah, yeah. ever. Because it doesn't feel like he's delivering a monologue. No. Like it, it feels like a, a, a man telling a story. No. And, yeah. and the weird just... breaks that he takes when he stops and just taps the table for a second. Yeah. Like because it's a weird. It's just like oh, man. he's a tough guy who's just trying to be a tough guy telling yeah. a story. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's a story that 
that bothers him. And, and like, yeah. you can really feel that. And he doesn't even give you any of it. Like, he doesn't even give you any of the vulnerability. He just no. tells the story. But somehow you can tell it yeah. it, it changed him as a man. Yeah. I'll never put our life again. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we delivered the bone. Oh, it's the best. I gotta go home and watch it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking Robert Shaw, man. Yeah. Funny, Damn. Man. And it's there's something even that that serves that movie more so when you know about the behind the scenes stuff about what a dickhole he was to Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty great. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, watching, <laughs> ladies and but got money your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an asshole. Yeah. On uh, on a similar note, Emma and I watched something that she had never seen before called Jaws Evil Dead 3D. Two. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Um, and I would like to remind everyone that that movie is still pure cinematic perfection. What yes. did she What she think? She liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, she the I she'll probably be really mad that I said it. On the show, but I'll put her on blast a little. Huh? There were a few moments where she was like, "What? That? Where'd that come from? I, that wasn't there before." Or like, like little things where I was like, "Please don't watch this movie like that." Yeah, it's not <laughs> one of those movies. <laughs> yeah, and like, we all know that his lips don't move when he says "work, Dad." <laughs> she, there was one moment, yeah, where she was like, "Oh, if he cut his arm off, y'all, you'd be bleeding to death or something." And I was like, "Please, just no, 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 it's no, no. a cartoon." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she really liked it. She really likes. Um, we watch. Um, a lot of like horror movies with a lot of effects because you really uh, can can get into movies where there's like crazy crazy effects. Like we watched the thing and she like went nuts for it. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's one of those movies where we're just like watching all the kind of crazy like stop motion stuff. It's just like she went crazy for that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Really awesome and just I hadn't watched it in maybe five years because yeah. I've seen I can't it. Remember the last seen time it a million because, times? Yeah. Because of how many times oh, I've seen yeah. it. I and just I was take for granted yeah. that I know everything. Yeah. And I was still that. just like I love. Every second, every frame, yep. every, every shot, like, everything every, in that movie. It, it, it became every camera nailed to a two by four and yeah. really through a fucking. <laughs> it was almost like life affirming to watch it for the first time in a few years. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like I love that I exist in a world where this movie was made, and I can just put it in and be like, ah. yeah, <laughs> like, it's so wonderful. Yeah, like the 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 fucking beautiful, like the beauty of uh, of the way it's like I mean it basically and not just because of the Sam Raimi Coen brothers like it feels like a Coen brothers-y kind of a like the way it's mm -hmm. directed yeah. so mm -hmm. skillfully directed and, and then when you read about the way uh, uh, you know Evil Dead like the first one was made yeah. like I'd read um, uh, If Chins Could Kill that's a great yeah, book it's, so it's, good. it's a fucking fantastic yeah, man. book um and uh, and when you read about the way like they were just kind of making and they got all little diagrams of yeah. how they like oh. smash things and stuff yeah yeah and how they would like slather Vaseline on a two by four yeah. to slide the yeah. camera and across. it's great that he put all the diagrams in the book yeah. too so you yeah, can see how that. they made the crash cam you yeah. know yeah. It's, and that, uh, that interview was, with Raimi on Nerdist was awesome too, talking yeah. about how they were trying to secure the that place. That was good. You'd have to go like sleep in the cabin, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> he woke up next to a homeless man one night. And was like, <laughs> yeah. well, that was one of the things because that one shot work goes at the beginning of the movie, work goes into him, and he's running through the house all through oh. things. She was like, "How did they do that? Yeah, how and, did they do that? And, and there was that, other things that where becomes enormous. Yeah. yeah, and there was other shots where she was like, "Well, would, they must have had like a dolly." And I was like, "Well, some shots probably have a dolly, but 
there's also like shots where you there is no way to put a dolly down on that kind of terrain or yeah, even yeah. in that house. Right. So it's just like yeah, they rigged it up on Total like wood and, filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. It's just the best thing. But it ever. looks so fucking it phenomenal, looks so good, yeah. Yeah. and like stylistically yeah. perfect. And yeah. it's like half silent for like it's like a silent film for like 20 minutes after uh, his girlfriend dies. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's oh my god! It's yeah. so fucking funny. We we watched it because we were watching uh, High Fidelity. Ah, uh, and oh yeah, again, right. uh, that's another movie that I just watched. And I was like, oh man, that's still amazing. So yeah. good. Um, <laughs> I haven't. I actually haven't seen that one. Yeah. I think since it came it's out, it's really yeah. yeah it's and, still and, the fucking greatest. And I almost. Uh, I remember when I was younger, I kind of thought like I don't think that they should be together at the end. Um, I remember thinking that a lot when I watched it, but this time I was like, no. No, they need to be. Yeah, together. absolutely. Yeah, so it was it was one of those movies where I uh, watching it again, another one for the first time in a few years. I was like, I'm look, watching this movie again and getting new things out of it. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. <laughs> I watched something with Athena that she well had seen, but not since she was very young. Uh, so it was kind of like the first time we watched. <laughs> you guys, Jaws, yeah, that too. Two movies that I would say are probably my top five all time. Yeah, yeah. this is not one of those movies though, but still fun anyway. We watched Highlander. Oh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> watched about half of it. Had to do something else, and then I was like, "Do you want to watch the rest of Highlander?" And she was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> "Well, because that's the proper response." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Well, listen, Sh- Connery just showed up, so okay. this is definitely the better chunk of the movie." I don't think so I've ever did. sat through it all the way. I don't think I've ever yeah. really watched. Oh, I've seen it like a lot of times, high school, man. Uh, and and I don't know that I ever will again. Yeah, I don't. It's it's, it's not a good movie at all. I don't know if there's a more uh, uh, stark contrast between user reviews and critic reviews on IMDb for this thing because on right. IMDb the IMDb rating is like seven point five or something like oh, that. Oh, what? And then the Metacritic score is twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny too because I mean I I would have thought it went the other way because all yeah. of the Highlander fans that I know. Uh, are rabid fans of the first one and have their, yeah. you know... And, and like, it, it, it's fun to hate on the sequels and everything. But, They're uh, phenomenally bad, though. It's 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 a, a crazy amount of badness happening. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, it's a lot of... It's like filler filmmaking, <laughs> it feels like. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's not, a, it's not a, a franchise that I ever really got that... Uh, got, got behind. Well, like, it's shot fairly well, and Clancy Brown is great as the Kurgan. He's a great villain. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it, and the idea, the base idea is super cool. And you could definitely make a cool franchise out of it. They just don't, no one's known what to do with this idea and make it work with something good. And the other problem is you've cast Sean Connery as uh, a Spanish Egyptian. <laughs> and you've cast Ezra well Lambert, who is a, uh, <laughs> a French caveman <laughs> as, <laughs> as, a, as a Scotsman. Look, cave garçon. Yeah, and it's like where, uh, you know, he, he can't, he doesn't even try to do the accent, and he calls Connery a haggis, and haggis, and Connery's like, a, a haggis, what's that? I'm like, come on. <laughs> you know. Idiot. Yeah. Uh, you just had one. Yeah, and the best part that Connery with his, he calls him a bandero at one point. He's like, uh, listen up, bandero. <laughs> Let's see what kind of sword play you got. And it's the worst sword fighting in the world. Yeah. Connery and Lambert have no skill with swords whatsoever, but it's still a ton of fun to watch. But man, Christopher Lambert, I don't know how they put him in this movie, what the reasoning was. He sucks so fucking bad. And even when he's not doing anything, if he's just not moving his face or talking, it's just like, he's still like, I'm terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and the, it gets weirder because like I'd heard this, and I can't remember where I heard this, but... Uh, 
He is apparently like this close to legally blind, uh, Christopher Lambert, <laughs> really? and so um, he, he wears like these giant glasses or something like that. But when he acts, obviously he doesn't want to like he can't have contacts or anything like that because he's just super blind. So all of the sort like why do you get a blind guy to, to do sword play? <laughs> is that why he looks kind of cross-eyed? Because he's probably not focusing on I anything. Think that, I think that okay. is why. Yeah, because his eyes aren't actually crossed, but there's something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah. There's there's clearly something going on. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's something. Oh, now I can't. Man. I, I'm not. You know, this is all allegedly. Sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, that's what uh, I heard. There's something. Uh, I, listen, it's not a. It's it's a terrible movie. Yeah. But I adore it. Yeah. There's yeah. just something going on there. And I've always said when we talked about reboots and stuff, I always kind of hit that one. Like if they yeah. got a cool like visionary young director, not even visionary, just like somebody's really fucking going to put something into it. There's a, there's something there. You could remake that. Because that's what you that's the kind of movie you remake. Good idea, terrible performances and poor execution. Yeah. <laughs> Fix it. Yeah. You know? Which which the rumblings have been, again, that it's that it's there uh there's gonna be a remake. Yeah, I'd yeah be, why I'd be not? Down for it, man. I mean, not that many people know Highlander in terms of like mainstream audiences, so mm-hmm. it'll just be the new sword, like it'll be another a new movie and yeah, it's about yeah. sword fighters or whatever, and then People that want to go see it because they were like, "Oh yeah, Highlander! I'd like to see a good version yeah. of this." <laughs> and listen, if there wasn't Highlander, then we wouldn't have uh, "Who Wants to Live Forever" by it's, Queen. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is also like, what? Yeah, Queen did the whole soundtrack. Yeah, it's wise. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. And then released it as just like their own album. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it's not like Highlander the soundtrack. No. it's like just a Queen album. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what else is really weird with Highlander? I don't understand. Is it starts at a wrestling match? Uh, yeah. Like, and it shows a match for like a while and then zooms in on Lambert and the audience. And then he goes down to the parking garage below the wrestling match. And that's when he fights the first guy who's wearing like a suit. And like, did they pick the wrestling match to go fight at? Or was one of them already going to be there? Is it just suppo- <laughs> is it just supposed to be like. Because neither of them really look like wrestling fans. Yeah. Uh, is it just supposed to be like. We bring you into the reality of the like two men fighting world of what you know in the eighties, and then now here's our version of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't it, feel like that. No, it's like wrestling now, sword fights now, uh, Connery. <laughs> <laughs> that was the working title for that yeah. movie. A lot of people, yeah, <laughs> Bendero. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, oh lovely. Man. That was a nice time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what else? Casey, what else? Watch yeah. Anything else? Well, the I, I, the last movie that I watched uh, before my daughter was born, and then the first movie that I watched after she was born was Alien, mm-hmm. and then Aliens. Nice. Oh, you know what? We just want, rewatched Alien as well. Is that right? That's right. I watched the the director's cut of both. Ah. Um, and uh, and it was my first time seeing seeing either of them. Right. And I don't know. I can't remember about the director's cut of Alien. No, I can't. I don't know if I've, I've seen, not that. seen that. I don't. I don't know that it's that much different. Probably not. Yeah. Isn't it a little bit shorter? Shit, that good. Uh, I don't know. The last time I saw Alien was uh, I think college. So. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. It wow. had been a long, it's long just time. Terrific. It, yeah. <laughs> it's it's better than I remember. It yeah, being. absolutely. Um, and it uh, looks so fucking good. I love that movie. She liked uh she liked Aliens better. 
Sure. Um, and we watched we watched the director's cut. I'm not a fan of the first, director's cut. I kind of liked it. I gotta say, like, I mean, I like. Sure, there was some stuff that they could have shaved off. There was a little bit of of uh, you know a little bit of James Camerony stuff. Yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Shaved off. It's not that I don't like the scenes that are there, the new things, and knowing some background stuff. Like, I just think it's a worse movie because you lose some suspense because you start on. Uh, uh, what LV four twenty six, right? But I like that. Like, I but liked... you already know that they're going into a shitstorm because, like, the the suspense of it is gone because you know all those people aren't there anymore. But I feel like it, you are. I feel out. like that's taken as read in the in the non director's cut anyway because you know they're going back to the planet. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know and that it's called you're there to see a movie, so things aren't going to work out. But I mean, just as far as like setting the tone, like the the the, the tension of of uh, of uh, you know that scene in Jaws, waiting for the head. To pop yeah. up you know that building like what is it how is it going to break up what's going to happen you see a little bit too much of it early on i guess i understand and then what it's you're Newt's saying. dad and it's just like i don't i didn't care for that it's all too tied up and neat then i understand what you're saying and i i guess for my money like i guess what i liked about it i'm not saying that i liked the director's cut better yeah because i don't think i did but i liked seeing more aliens and I didn't think that it was unnecessary stuff like sure. I liked seeing more sorry not more aliens but more of the uh, movie yeah, aliens. yeah yeah for sure for um sure. I, I liked it, it was a nice treat to kind of well, go yeah. like oh this is longer and there's more and 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 it didn't detract from my enjoyment yeah no I mean I agree with that because I liked seeing all that shit but I mean as far as it didn't if you've never seen it, the movie you've yeah. got to see the theatrical first I feel like because yeah it for the storytelling of it I think yeah. it's a be- it's a it's a better package. Although I do wonder how much more if Aliens would be a stronger movie if people were really aware that Ripley had a daughter. Yeah, because that's a neat thing that's thrown in there. You learn about that she had a daughter who just you know it's been fifty four years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it makes her, her it makes that. her relationship with Newt makes uh, so much that, more sense, and the, more. and the whole depth of the movie because yeah. it's all about parenting and motherhood yeah. in all kinds of extreme ways. Yeah, know, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. I, I like that that's in there and learning about that part of the story. Yeah, I think. It, yeah, it, it, yeah I, I, and honestly, I don't think seeing the director's the director's cut is, is the, detracts that much. Yeah, I think. It, it, and again, like my, I was like totally loved it. Uh, it's Two a, hours it's and thirty six minutes, yeah. and she yeah. was, and she totally loved. Well, it. listen, it's amazing. Yeah, it really, it really <laughs> fucking it's is so good. And soundtrack, uh, James Horner. Yeah. yeah, and and listening to the soundtrack, like it, it, it really hit home. What a huge loss! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had that on uh, cassette. Nice. Oh wow! Nice. I used to listen to it a lot. Yeah, yeah. That was just, that was bad news, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, I guess we didn't. We, we haven't talked about yeah. it or yeah. anything that uh, I think that it was the night that we recorded or the night after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, Super it was the sad. Night, it was the night we, were, yeah. we recorded. I think. Yeah. 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 So I mean, for those of you who don't know, yeah, uh, James James Horner died in a plane crash. Yeah, yeah. And some very very identifiable yeah, uh, scores. Totally. Not just like oh that's a nice one, but like oh I know that shit. Like, yeah. Like yeah. Fucking forty eight hours. That is a yeah yeah. That's a jam. Yeah those yeah. Steel he's, drums. Fuck yeah, baby. He's <laughs> one of those. Uh, uh, well, he 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 did a lot of different stuff too. Oh yeah. yeah. Like he had a lot of different kind of styles, but you. You know, like if you know what James Horner does, you, you can pick one of his. Yeah, uh, sure. But if, and it's great diversity if you think about something like Forty Eight Hours and yeah. Aliens, than to Braveheart. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's radically different shit. Yeah, radically different. Field of really Dreams. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Matt Brown put a wonderful piece up on mm-hmm. Twitch under his "Destroy All Monsters" uh, column. Really, really yeah. good. It was almost like a mixtape of some of his, then kind of like a 
a write-up to go along with it. Very, very good. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh... I watched one more. Yeah. Uh, film. Uh-huh. Uh, I watched Something Wild. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. For the first time. <laughs> yeah, I don't Jonathan remember Demi. it at all. Yeah. I, uh, just, this that there's boobs. I I've been... <laughs> that's what that, like, like I said in, in our thread, for me, that is one of, like, the, the all-time nudity movies for me. <laughs> Which is funny, because I had, been, like... <laughs> when you were a young boy looking for boobs yeah. on TV. Uh, that's, not <laughs> that's, that's a weird sentence. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that was with that was one of my all time booby movies. If I just want to watch some boobies, like last week, I was like, yeah. oh, I want to see some boobies. Well, I'm trying to think now if that sentence applies in either either way, and yeah. it does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, it's, fair I, it's just funny because I've been meaning to watch it for years. I knew it was Jonathan Demi. I knew it was a Criterion Collection. I had been meaning to watch it forever. And so, if you had said, "Oh, that that was when I was younger. That was an all time booby movie," I would have been like. Really, I don't. I don't. It doesn't. It, in my no, mind, no. I don't think of it as a. Well, and it's not. It's not like to to clarify. It's not a booby movie. It's no, not no, like no. Hots or anything. No, but then like, I watched it. But, <laughs> Joysticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I watched it, and then you said that, and I was like, I know what you mean because earlier on in the movie, uh, Melanie Griffith and Jeff Daniels have a scene where she like gets naked and yeah. like and chains him up or whatever. Yeah. And she's yeah. gonna. She's very. Na- it was like it was her. <clears throat> and, uh, and there's a lot of nudity and, yeah. and in that the one, hairstyle. but it's. Yeah. Yeah, did, a yeah, lo- totally. did a lot of stuff for me when I was Yeah, in the one scene, and, and it's just one of those scenes where it's just like <laughs> there's a high concentration of she's just naked in the scene. So yeah, I can yeah. I can understand as like a you know yeah, horny when you were teenager. Like Fourteen, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this like, movie's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but well, no, well, for, well, actually, like I mean, when I was like, I remember being really confused by the movie because like I think I rented it because I was like, oh, this it. The cover looks like uh, you know uh, a madcap comedy, comedy yeah, like, yeah. and then I love those. So and and I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the thing because I didn't really know what to expect other than that. A friend of mine, Alex, was like, "You should check it out. I really like it." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, cool!" And I've been meaning to watch it, so I watched it, and it is really, really good. And it is a movie that takes some turns. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it starts out kind of like you know he is purportedly a family man uh and and not a wild guy and she you know is gonna drop him off at his work and they have like a meet cute kind of and then but she takes him and kind of like uh sort of kidnaps him and takes him on kind of like a wild weekend where they eventually end up kind of getting together and then meeting up with Ray Liotta who is her Melanie Griffith's um ex-husband ex-con um so it takes a lot of like Oh, now it's really serious. Like, yeah, yeah. like it out, kind of turns into like a thriller at the end of it, but like a violent one. Yeah. But at the same time, it's really funny and really fun and super entertaining. And I yeah. was like, boy, that was a great movie. Yeah, I really want to rewatch it yeah. now because yeah, I mean, just have this memory of like, well, I remember, <laughs> I remember the boobs when I was fourteen. <laughs> I know I saw the whole thing, but I just don't remember anything else. Yeah, and I, I saw that it was on one of the Netflix regions. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really to, fun. Yeah, and, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna go back and watch it and for sure. There's more to it. It almost reminds. It reminds me in moments of um, After Hours, Martin Scorsese. I and that, yeah, love that movie. An incredible film. Yeah, the, which is just such a good fucking yeah. movie. And Griffin Dunn, yeah. man, that guy, <sighs> so good, underrated. Yeah, but so yeah, great. it kind of has that sort of like, oh, the, everything's get, getting out of hand. But it's funny. But then at times it's not. And yeah, it's just yeah, very uh, very good watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. super cool. It uh, truly is. 
something wild. This is something wild. And oh, Jeff Daniels uh, doesn't get enough credit. He is a phenomenal. Oh man, actor. he's the greatest. Oh, yeah. he's, he yeah. he really is one of those guys that that he doesn't. He was nominated for uh, Gettysburg. <laughs> I don't even was he nominated for Gettysburg. No, I feel like he was nominated for something, and I want to say that it was Purple Rose of Cairo. Oh, that's a, that's a yeah. fucking good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this, but still, even though he is like a not, I think, and and you know, I, yeah. I'm very tired, and I don't, I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. but uh, but yeah, like I feel like he is one of those guys. You go, oh, you know, just Jeff Daniels, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you think of like things like the Squid and the Whale and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, he is a and even phenomenal. Actor. In yeah, something wild, he has like this crazy knack because he's somebody who's kind of hiding something like a lie that he's been telling. But the but but. He can do those sort of almost John Cusacky moments, like when we were talking about Love and Mercy, and it's like he can. You see those glimpses of him, like the the actor that he he has these tools, yeah, and he has these kind of like laugh shrugs and stuff, where it's like it's not necessarily funny that he's doing that, but the timing of him doing this little laugh shrug and the way that it's working in the scene is just funny. Yeah, yeah. he just does these little things, but it's like, also That's funny. very human. Like, yeah, like, totally. Uh, his his roles are always re- like even um, speed. Yeah, like yeah. his role. He's great. Is in very. That. He's very yeah, human yeah. in that yeah, movie. Yeah. And you got to give him credit because he's a fantastic dramatic actor. And you know yeah. that opening, the opening ten fifteen minutes of uh, the newsroom is bananas. Oh good. my goodness, devastating. But also, you got to remember this guy. Whatever you think of the movie or not, if you're a fan or not of uh, Fairly Brothers, Dumb yeah. and Dumber. He kept pace with Jim Carrey for a whole fucking yeah. movie, and yeah. that's in, in in a lot of ways is my at his well peak. no in, in, Jim yeah. Carrey at his peak. at his yeah. fucking yeah. peak yeah in, in every way for me I I think Jeff Daniels uh, overshadows uh, Jim Carrey I mean I I've really enjoyed Jim Carrey I was a huge fan when I was young mm-hmm. like and and you know Ace Ventura came out or or even before that uh, yeah. Jim Carrey's Unnatural Act which yeah, yeah. I think is the best and thing that he ever did in Loving Color shit too um, man. yeah Fuck, I was a big fan of that uh, but. Uh, but I think what Jeff Daniels does in, in the Dumb and Dumber movie, which uh, I, I'm not one of the, the big fans of the Farrelly Brothers or mm-hmm. that movie yeah. uh, in general. But uh, but yeah, I, 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 I at least think that he, he did something a lot more impressive than, than what Jim Carrey yeah, did. Yeah, he's phenomenally underrated. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Super good. Yeah. I all I saw uh, rewatched Can't Buy Me Love. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, I don't think I've ever seen me that. either. It's, it's yeah. a, you know what? It's a just a, a real easy, delightful eighties yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, Emma was like, I put that on recently, and I was, and it just seemed like such a weird thing to be like on Netflix. Oh, watch this. Just yeah, but yeah. I, because I've never <laughs> seen it, so I don't know yeah. much about it other it's, than it's what an, it's, it's. It's an easy charming yeah. 80s movie it's super fucking 80s it has yeah. a slow clap in it it's got everything you need <laughs> but the, my favorite thing about it that i realized one of the guys one of the like uh, one of these jock guys yeah i was like uh, fuck, I, know, I know that guy's face who the fuck is that and i couldn't figure it out i had to look it up it's gerardo oh yeah rico <laughs> really like, what are you doing in a movie that's crazy <laughs> question a what are you doing in a movie question b what are you doing recognizing gerardo <laughs> come on man that video was on all the yeah. fucking time in high school uh he's a like he's rico. like a uh huge like a big a and r guy yeah yeah, yeah he yeah, went yeah. on to to be like a behind the scenes like super smart guy he yeah. he oh, knew yeah. he knew what was up yeah yeah he knew what was up with old gerardo taco <laughs> grande <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, Pretty good. So good. Oh, amazing. Yeah, that movie's a fun little ladies uh, gem. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we're at about an hour. Uh-huh. Okay, Any one, last uh, one little quick thing? Yeah, I've I've been continuing to watch Raising Hope, and I continue to absolutely love that show. Yeah, super easy to watch. Yeah, uh, and also I started watching last night. I started watching uh, season two of uh, The Birthday Boys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh really bummed out that IFC canceled it. Yeah. Because it's it, it like you can tell with season two. I'm not done season two yet or anything, but you can really tell that it's uh that it's really starting to find itself as a show. Yeah. And and it really bums me out that because I mean I, I think in a lot of ways it's the closest thing that we have to uh to like a Mr. Show type thing. Yeah. Um, not in that it, it shares sensibilities or Bob Odenkirk. Um but that yeah. it's that it's uh sketch troop that really knows what it does that yeah. really knows its own its own sense of comedy and uses it really fucking really well and did something that i haven't seen happen in a long time which is uh, uh made dana carvey hilarious again oh wow oh. yeah huh. yeah he does like this little guest thing and and he's fucking he just does something that where, where he's like i wish i had have seen that on on saturday night live in 1990 yeah <laughs> huh. but uh yeah real bummer yeah, I hope I hope uh, birthday boys live on in some capacity. I don't think they died. Yeah, I was going to say I don't think they murdered them. Is you know what yeah, listen, See, now we're I cutting your show off. We got to kill all of you. You're out of here. Yeah, I yeah. thought that's what happened when a show got canceled. Yeah, yeah. The show gets canceled. They tear down the set and murder the actors. Am I wrong? Oh. That's why uh, they replaced Seinfeld with that cranky old man that he is now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that thing? Where he was like talking about how everyone's too PC, yeah, and like that, and everybody was like, uh, "Oh, he makes some real cogent points." Well, I mean, I understand what he's saying, and he's and he's not wrong that kids just say things are sexist or things are that. But he doesn't. He's not eloquent or anything. He's just like, ah, fucking kids these days. <laughs> yeah, it was like I don't dumb. go to college tours. I don't tour the college circuit because all the college kids are all like pseudo intellectual PC people. And I was like, your act is not going to offend. Like yeah. your fucking Seinfeld act. And it's all just guess like, what, Jerry Seinfeld? That's not why you don't do yeah. colleges. You don't do colleges you're because they're absolutely beneath you. <laughs> That's why you don't do them because you have because he's your butler <laughs> and you have eight of them. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, I kind of like cranky old Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I fine. like comedians and, yeah. in cars. And, oh, yeah, I see, fucking yeah, love that good. show. I, I still haven't seen it, but oh, man, I, I will it's so say. Good. Comedian is uh, one of my favorite oh, documentaries great. of all time. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, his insights into what comedy and artistic expression are are fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I mean, everybody's talking about how this this little clip of him on the radio show is like, yeah, man, he's saying what we're all thinking. Well, but he's not. It's not super eloquent or it's, anything. Yeah. It is just a ranty old fellow. Yeah. Yeah. You should get into uh, comedians' cars getting coffee. I think you I would know. really get a lot Boot out of it. Boot up yourself some crackle. Yeah. Uh, get ready for eight of the same ads in a row. <laughs> oh, but I, listen, I, you only get the one, which is nice. Yeah. So it is kind of easy to... And you know what? I sort of missed the ad break. Yeah. I realized. I'm like, oh, this is when I go... Oh, I very much do since, yeah. I, since I've gotten rid of cable. Yeah. I really miss commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's not the same when they're just at the beginning of YouTube videos. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, no, that's just like, get the shit. fuck out of my way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to show somebody something on my phone here. Yeah. yeah. yeah trying to sell me Mr. Clean. <laughs> should we get into Film Roulette then? Yeah. Before we get to Film Roulette, should we do an I Am Dan B? Yeah, yes, there's more. Fuck yeah, give me. <laughs> All right. No uh, in the ongoing, uh, soon I think to be done forever, uh, 
um, I don't know, segment? ongoing <laughs> segment, yeah, of me finding old movie reviews that I wrote when I was a younger uh, person on the internet. When you yep. wore a younger man's yeah. clothes. So I found a bunch more. I, I think there's two left. So I will oh, read wow. you Dan Gorman's review that he typed into the internet. Oh, of, the penultimate I am Dan B. Yeah, there's two. There's one more after this, I think. Um, unless I find more, this is what I wrote on the internet about Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> 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 What a bizarre movie for you to have an opinion about. The movies that you reviewed as a young man. (laughs) I really wanted to like it. I read a ton of bad reviews and a bunch that said it was a great no-brains action movie. It ended up just being awful. It wasn't fun or exciting or scary. It was just flat. And John Carpenter has done some awesome scores, but for this, he just got some lame metal bands to track some shitty chugga chuggas and reet reets, <laughs> basically. <laughs> lame. <laughs> 1. 1.5 out of 5. I think this I is where you like started to one. turn the corner as a writer. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there I, is some lame chugga chugga <laughs> in that thing. It's like it didn't feel right ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, all of your points were coaching points. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I think um, you did a good job. Our little Dan B is growing, growing up. up. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. <laughs> oh, man. No, I hope you don't get beat up on the screen. <laughs> um, with that, let's get into some more movie reviews with Film Roulette. Film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was winner's choice again, and the loser has to go see something that we have deemed the punishment film for the week, something bad in theaters or something bad on Netflix. Uh, Casey had to watch New York Minute um, starring (laughs) Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. And the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Casey gave us an album by Action Bronson to see what all of the hype and hubbub is about. And then we will roll for movies next week and uh, do it all over again. Uh, I think your microphone's off, Casey. There you go. (laughs) Um, So this week it was winner's choice. Wait, let me do it again. There you go. Beautiful. Greg and I got to watch whatever we wanted to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, What did you see this week, Greg? I, uh, well, could have seen anything. Yeah. And I decided to try current and keep up on some stuff that happened this year. And even though I could have seen anything, I decided something I didn't think I was going to like, but I just wanted to have... Uh, an opinion on it and yeah. know what's going on and talk to you guys but I watched the Poltergeist remake okay oh I actually we were gonna watch that mm. I think I have it uh, all ready to go I was gonna yeah. watch it last night and I was like I'll watch it and we'll have two movies to talk about yeah, but I, yeah. I almost I watched two as well but yeah. uh, the copy I got of uh, what's it called there uh, the James Gandolfini Tom Hardy movie Safe or something yes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that didn't copy didn't work um, it, was on Polter- YouTube, well, it was on YouTube but it looked all fucked up okay anyway so Poltergeist, I watched Poltergeist remake 2015 
directed by Gil Cannon, starring yeah. Sam Rockwell, Rosemary DeWitt, and more, yeah. about a family whose suburban home is haunted by evil forces, must come together to rescue the youngest daughter after the apparitions take her captive. We know this plot. Yeah. It was the original Poltergeist. That's right. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I was not really ever on board for this thing. Even the trailers, I was like, there's too much flying around here. Yeah. I don't know about this. It I just don't know. Never... I, I heard Sam Raimi's name and yeah, uh, no, and, and Gil Cannon as yeah, well. And fucking I love uh, Monster House. I yeah. really like Rosemary DeWitt. I think she's terrific. Sure. Sam Rockwell. And Sam Rockwell great. is just always yeah. fantastic. Casey and I were pretty on board about <clears throat> yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. Then the reviews came in not so great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so check it out. And uh yeah, this is a bad movie. Yeah. This yeah. is a bad movie. And uh it's just it fits and it's right from the get go fucked up. It's just like ah, you guys have no idea. How to make a fucking movie? What's the matter with you? Because <laughs> so it's, it's not the just atmosphere like it. of family, like that vibe, which makes Poltergeist work so well. Yeah, I mean, hard to emulate, but you've got two really terrific, act, terrific actors in your leads. Here's the parents. It's trying to beat Craig T. Nelson and uh, uh, and Joe Beth Williams is almost impossible. Yeah, the chemistry yeah. is so good. So they should just do something new and not make it so family oriented. Well, well, no, listen, you because uh, it's there. It's okay. like I can feel it from them, and it works. And he's the, yeah? he's, the, he's the right kind of guy to play that kind of dad. And it's kind of I'm sort of feeling it. But they go to the wall with the ghost shit right away. It's yeah, just, it's too present right away, and there's no. Susp- to it and, and there's uh, the best thing about poltergeist is that when it's just slow burn into ghost shit happening and the first all the first reactions are of curiosity and wonder yeah that that they're they're like this is really cool and yeah. then it turns and on and that turns into threat and menace and fear that's and what's that's fucking, fucking great about it it's and it jars you and it becomes so scary you're yeah. so scared for that family and that yeah, little girl to the point where a man rips his own face off Four yeah. Dozen. <laughs> yeah and this is just like wham fly, you know in the chair there's a chair thing in this too but it's a chair flies against a wall immediately yeah that's not like, that's yeah, not cool what's off. really cool is the simple the the simplicity of the chairs are yeah. are at the table the chairs are away from the table now the chairs are stacked up on the table yeah, yeah like yeah. like and that thing of like where they they pan away and then they pan back and the chairs are like that yeah um yeah like the simplicity of that yeah not the heavy-handedness of a chair flying no. against a wall. So then we jump right, like we're way too early with the whole, like when everyone, the the, the, the psychic investigators or whatever at the house to measure it and stuff like that. And then we just get poltergeist, but with different actors. And, and it's hard. And I, you know, I, we were talking a bit about Joe Beth Williams' performance and like how she's got a call for Carol Ann and all that yeah. stuff. And, you know, and I, and I, I was really on board for it. We were talking about that I, even more now. Because uh, Rosemary DeWitt's a very good actress, but watching her try and do that scene was like, oh yeah. man, particularly See, particularly uh, when she hears her daughter's voice. That's the heartbreaker when, when Joe Beth Williams hears her voice. Yeah. She fucking loses it in yeah. three types of ways. Joy, total panic, you know, and yeah. she just and crumbles. Like but like, yeah. yeah, oh man, it's amazing. And it's just, and it's just not there. There's no, and I, it kind of cracks my heart a bit every time when I watch that one. And listen, you're never going to get uh, a, a perfect, like, it wasn't just the performance and everything. There was a whole kind of, like, thing about 
Heather O'Rourke, and it wasn't that just that she died young; she was already like a pop icon before that. Yeah, because yeah. there was just something about that little girl that just yeah. was magical. Because there was something weirdly ethereal about her as mm-hmm. as like a little being, like just yeah. this sweet little angel. Yeah, yeah. Something. And they make some poor kid try and say they're here. You uh, know? Yeah, just that's like, a bummer. See, yeah, they like have I mean, try. No, that's no. my yeah. Like the trailer, like they had a few things in the trailer that looked like okay, you're making polter, but polter guys. So obviously there are going to be a few things. But like you gotta not just do every moment. Like you can't. Yeah. Like and then go for it. Like, like beat for beat. It shouldn't. Even, I don't like. They maybe they should not have even made the Poltergeist remake be about they lose a daughter into the other world. No, it should yeah. have been just it like. Should never have been. Even like with the you, rope going through, coming out the ceiling, all the mattress. Yeah. If you're gonna it's do, there. if you're gonna do it again, at least maybe do a sequel. Maybe do like a not like you know like. Like like sort of like a, a spiritual yeah, remake yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The, it's the only way. Yeah, because this is and these ghosts are just they're flipping cars. Like it's too much, man. It's like this is nuts. Yeah, well they no. do that in the original. Like they the there's like some car flipping at the end. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, the house like goes in yeah. on itself or whatever, and that's but that builds it builds to that in yeah, a different kind of way. Right. This is just like too powerful right away, mm-hmm. blowing up walls and yeah, it's like just that. too it's just too fucking bananas. I just yeah. kind of watched it and then eventually. It's like, oh, it'll just be over. <laughs> Do we have everything? To- oh, really? Oh, that's a... Bu- like, it's not even watchable bad? No, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Just yeah. watch fucking Poltergeist. I'm I mean, gonna, there's yeah. nothing there that's any different. Well, for me, I want to see... Like, I, I want to see, see it, too. But like, I'm now I'm going to go into it being like... It's on YouTube. I know this is not good, is really? so I'm yeah. going to... I have it downloaded. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to watch it legally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, me, too. I watched it legally on YouTube. Whatever. <laughs> um... I uh, I just I want to see how they do the tree and I want to see how they do the clown. I want to oh, see how they yeah. do that. Well, get, you want to see things that are disappointing. You want to uh, see things that won't make you happy. Because uh, <laughs> I mean, like I feel like the clown, like in in what I saw of the clown in um, in the trailers, I uh, was like, oh, it looks like they're pretty faithful. Yeah, so. no, 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 they fucked that up large. When I like, saw the, the clown, clown sequence, is garbage. Yeah, I was like, oh, this kind of looks Bummer. like good in the way that the Joe Dante's The Hole was good. Yeah, when that, I watched well, the trailer yeah. for this. That's kind of the the what was in my mind. Yeah, yeah. No, Excuse that me. the clown scene in scary movie where uh, Sean <laughs> oh, Wayne ends no. up having sex with a clown is better than this. <laughs> Sorry, uh, are you talking about the one where they parody uh, the was Annabelle? Is that what it is? No, 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 no. In the and, first scary movie, when yeah, they, all when he they, ever does yeah. is have sex with uh, yeah. with. No, that's the other one. That's Marlon Wayans that I had sex with a doll currently. Oh, okay. His brother Sean in the nineties. Uh, yeah, was that racist? <laughs> I can't tell what I, I just think. Did. Maybe you just don't like that family. I <laughs> really don't okay. like that back family. When, <laughs> back when, like eighty-two percent of any scary movie movie, uh, what it was mostly CGI penises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was coming uh, out of his ear yeah. instead of a knife. Get uh, it? Oh God, I hate <laughs> right. the winds. Terrible. Yeah, it was disappointing, you know. But it just like, and I watched Poltergeist not very long ago, but I just kind of really want to watch it again now. Just remembering all those nice touches, like the last shot in Poltergeist is so great. They toss the TV out of the motel, you know. Yeah. It's just like, fuck yeah, man! Like that's yeah, such just, an ending. That's such just, a fucking ending. It's, it's a nice little. Thank you. Uh, it's like an, a nice little like winking joke, right? Like, oh. <laughs> and this time yeah. without the TV. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, oh, it's handled perfectly. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. the exact thing you need at the end of that movie. It's yeah. so terrific. Yeah, because that movie is just is fun from start mm-hmm. to finish and it mm-hmm. never stops being mm-hmm. fun even when it's 
kind of menacing. And it's like, yeah, yeah this oh, is God. fun in an uncomfortable yeah. way. No, this, uh, I, have, I, I couldn't recommend it for any reason. I heard yeah, some yeah. things about the visual style was too fluid. Like it didn't. There was a lot of like f- camera float, like drifting around that made part that part of the reason why the atmosphere didn't work was because it was you're seeing too much. There was no, yeah. there wasn't well, a lot of like here, cuts I'll, for you to be like, okay, now fucking this. spoiler or whatever the shit. One of the stupidest things about this movie, um, and takes up a lot of time in it too, is you go into the closet. You know, like how they get. Oh, I don't like that at all. Yeah, so you're in there and you see the ghost world version of their house. So like the whole thing of the rope coming through and coming out the ceiling, like you're in that. You you go in. The camera goes in, and so you see it, and it's just like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's like a Silent Hill video game. Coming yeah, here. yeah. Oh, Thanks so sorry. So it's like uh, the alternate dimension of the. So you actually see where Carol Ann is. Yeah, totally. I feel like because I could I mean, like that, but if it's not done right, no, no. and it's not, I don't it's like that not, at all. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if there's a right way to do it because don't like you know, there's nothing Casey likes better than not seeing a monster. Yeah, <laughs> and like, this is like you see, you, this is like hanging out with the monster. It's like, well, this is this is my dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's my monster dad. Well, well, you know, I'm not always a monster. I put on my monster pants one leg at a time. The ghost walks you around like it's MTV Cribs. Yeah, this is where the ghost magic happens. Yeah. My bedroom. Yeah. My ghost this bedroom. is my closet for shoes. <laughs> ghost shoes. Um, Here's sorry, a, this ghost is shoes. the other closet for my wife's shoes. She has so many. <laughs> so many monster shoes. And don't <laughs> go in that closet. <laughs> um, through there are some weird humans. Why don't we fuck with them sometimes? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. Yeah, no, I, that, I, that just tuned me. That's when I was like, oh, just be over. Yeah. And get out of here. Let me, like, make people, yeah, you've got fucking CGI and you can do anything but let people use their imagination yeah, still it's please it's always going to be better yeah garbage yeah thanks a lot that's a bummer for nothing thanks a lot obama <laughs> 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 I, that's such a that's such a played out joke but it always makes me laugh <laughs> Bl- <laughs> blaming obama for everything is always <clears throat> funny to me yeah i agree uh, what did you watch, Dan? I went to the theater yes. and saw Inside Out. Very good. Yes. I, yes. Uh, as a sort of like last time for Myos and I to go to the theater and watch a movie, um, just the two of us, which won't happen for a very mm-hmm. long time, uh-huh. I did the same. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Good. I want to talk about it. Yes. So, uh, um, there's more to talk about. You, if you listened to last week, and if you've been paying attention to pop culture, you probably know what Inside Out is. It's the new Pixar film uh, from Pete Docter, as well as co-directed by uh, someone whose name I can't mm-hmm. remember. I feel bad about that, but anyway, yeah. it is the uh, the new Pixar film, Pixar film um, about emotions in one young woman's head, yeah. and uh, kind of about uh, they lose some core memories and have to, and joy and sadness have to team up to get it back. Yeah. Um, Greg talked about this film last week. Loved yeah, it. I did. Um, and now we will talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I really, really loved this movie. Um, I definitely... The thing that I loved the most... One of the things I loved the most about this movie is like what you were talking about, Greg. The imagination of the world. I feel mm-hmm. like the last time I saw this kind of really clever world building in a uh, 3D animated film was maybe Wreck-It Ralph where yeah. in Wreck-It Ralph it was all the plugs went down you know to Central Station and yeah. they had all the different games and the different plugs but it was like uh, you know a subway system yeah. and how 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool it was to see that, like, oh, it's like the video game world, but all the plugs are like the channels and yeah. and, and and how does that work and what happens if one gets unplugged and all that stuff. This movie is exactly like that word, the you know, the the, the thoughts and memories are literally your marbles that you can lose and yeah. and they're rolling around into your head and they are different colors for different feelings uh, and then you, you realize I just got that now when you said marbles yeah. like oh her marbles yeah, yeah. Yep. and so that. and that's just one of like a million things that they do that are so you know amazing mm. and, but but you know what I really like about that is that they didn't get too clever with it no like they they sort of they create this world of this little girl's mind but they don't like go they don't over explain it they no. kind of go this is this area and this is this area and yeah. these are the things you need to know about this and then every once in a while there will be a really uh, like a really cute little joke um uh, about like there, there's a joke in there where, where like because there's people who work in her mind and, and stuff like yeah. that, and, and there's ones that who are sorting. They're like, oh well, don't don't get these mixed up. These are facts and these are opinions. I love that. Oh, that those get so mixed good. up all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like just cute that little so jokes good. where you're just like, oh, and then and then you know you move on. Yeah, yeah. so great. Yeah, and um, I came so very close to crying. Oh, man, <laughs> like yeah. I was. Uh, like Niagara a bunch of times, Falls. not just like yeah. at the end and here's your thing. Specifically just like, with Richard Kind's character. Minutes, that, oh, Richard that, Kind. Yeah, the, that, he, yeah. His, he has two moments. There's one moment where as an imaginary, uh, and we'll spoil a little, but not anything super crazy, mm. but as the imaginary like uh, friend that the main yeah. character doesn't really deal with anymore, he comes to a realization of like, oh, I'm an imaginary friend. Eventually, I'm not going to be around. Yeah. And I won't spoil the second moment, yeah. but the first moment sets up like he's not going to be around anymore. He's an imaginary friend. It's not yeah. really a spoiler, but yeah. the, that recognition and realization made me come so close to crying, and then yeah. the you know the actualization of these things made me fucking... Yeah. Uh, like, uh, like they uh, were primed yeah. to just start bawling. Bing Bong was the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I had... Bing I had Bong is so good. A similar... I mean... Uh, yeah, okay, I, I'm gonna like this is the first show back from from my heavenly yeah. kid. I'm gonna yeah. indulge myself a little bit. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, for, for me. Like, I mean, it, it's about a little girl growing up and a yeah. little girl like taking her memories of of her, you know, her relationship with her father and her mother yeah. and contextualizing them as as a uh, an older person. Yeah, yeah, like a pre-teen. and how how one yeah how one takes those and and how how those memories kind of become altered by by your maturing mind. Yeah. And, yeah. and and your experiences and and it didn't take it didn't take like those moments of uh 
uh, like where where of emotional impact oh, no. for me to tear up. No, oh, it was wasn't then. It was it, yeah. it was you know she the, there would be a memory of her as a little girl and and that would happen and I like I, w- I was <laughs> yeah. on the verge. I was thinking <laughs> yeah. about no, it I today. Up, but, like a number of times. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about it today at work. I read an article about the movie and I was like, oh god. Right at work is going to happen. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nobody and, say bing bong. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, nobody talk about, like, their fun uh, family memories. Yeah. Be- and because... This, nobody you know, say bing bong. <laughs> I like the idea of just everyone else in Dan's office doesn't Saying bing bong. seen the movie, and Dan is just sitting at his desk, almost in yeah. tears, going, "Nobody say bing bong." Well, yeah, my cubicle mate does just say bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> he does it all bong. the time. Um, no, and just the 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 central conceit of the film and the stakes of the film being like this young woman could never be the same. If this situation doesn't get like if 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 this she doesn't figure this out if right. the things inside her head don't figure this out she could be altered for the rest of her life emotionally right and that is such a interesting like idea of stakes in a movie and in a summer where we see like the world's gonna die everything's gonna blow up buildings are gonna explode to have this movie be about like she could be irrevocably changed for the rest of her life emotionally yeah, yeah. I mean she's not gonna like be you know depressed to suicide or whatever that's not the stakes of the movie but, but she, she could, could be just she could just changed. be a little more sad yeah her world could be just a little more gray for the mm-hmm. rest of her life and yeah. the thought of that is uh, uh unbearable like, yeah. to, to think about as as yourself or, or as you know the people yeah. that you care about yeah and the idea that sadness is something that like the way that the movie tracks okay here's sadness as a character and joy is kind of like i don't you're a bad influence you need to leave and the and obviously the movie's going to kind of track an arc and you're going to be like okay they're going to be friends or they're going to figure each other out but right. the way that it kind of lands on like oh there's the one moment in the middle of the movie which is kind of like the halfway point where sadness is listening to bing bong and it's just like it just sounded like he needed to talk and yeah. like i listened and that made him feel better and you see that track through to the finale and the way that pays off in the finale yeah. just wanted to fucking ball my eyes out oh my, oh my god yeah. <laughs> it, well, it's, it, and it's good for kids I think to see and you're like kind of think about emotions but I think it's fantastic for parents too it just to, to to know that it's you know the kid doesn't have to be perfectly full of joy and perfect yeah. happiness all yeah. the time like kids being sad or having problems is part of it and it's good for them yeah and you know? I think I think yeah like as a as um uh, yeah, like I, I think it's good for parents to in, in the to to. to oh, <laughs> I have not slept in a long time. Um, it it gives them sort of like it kind of says to parents like um, it's okay, kids are going to be sad. Yeah, you know, totally. like it's it's not always your fault. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and and it also says everybody has something different going on in their mind because one yeah. of the things that's so amazing about this movie is when we do of near the end of the film start zooming into other people's oh, heads man. it's the it's same great. but different yeah. like yeah. like the mom has sadness at the at the wheel yeah. But, yeah. but a sadness that is in very much control. Yeah. Right. The dad has a lot of more angers than not. Yeah. yeah. But different types of angers. Right. And not that like all men are angry or whatever. But in this world of that's this movie, actually something, that's something that I didn't really like that much because like I feel like it, there are it, yeah it showed women as a uh, uh, as a complex being and men as a sports watching uh, you know like one dimensional thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like ah uh, that's that's not fair. Yeah, I can see that. I would definitely saw like when I when when I was seeing that stuff, I was just kind of like, 
these are just these two. Uh, but but they don't show others, so I understand that. But but at the same time, the father's like that. That that's what's going on with the father's head. But the father is having, um, you know, like uh, uh, relationships with his family and with with other people yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like. So I I felt like it it was kind of a cheap sitcom joke to make. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Um, I laughed out loud at it though. Me uh, too. It, it was great. It was a good Every joke. time they made that joke, it was it was really yeah. well done. Yeah. But I was kind of like, ah, if you're gonna make like a really emotionally complex movie like this, don't cheap out on like uh, you know, mm, you know, all, all boys think about is pizza and girls, and, yeah. and you know, all this nerd thing, and all about women this, think and, are, are like sadness and emotions. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, like of a, course, I get that, definitely. But yeah. I did like the the overall mechanics of. Everybody was different. Yeah. yeah, it's not saying just like oh, everybody has these the exact same emotions. Like they could have just been the same versions, but with different glasses or whatever right. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of her five or four mindsets or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I liked that. And I loved and the fucking one of the funniest things in the movie was when they go into the cat brain and the yeah. dog brain. <laughs> I, I'm and, gonna watch and, that forever. <laughs> It's one of the cats is walking across the console, and that's making the cat do ridiculous like crazy things. Like, there's a dumb yeah. cat inside a dumb cat's mind, yeah. making a dumb cat do dumb cat I things. I loved that gag. It is so, but so great. I did really like... Now, I, I know there have been some people saying, like, this is not, it's not as funny as other Pixar movies. It doesn't really need but to be. But my, yeah, my thing... it was pretty funny, though. I laughed a lot it, There's a movie. lot of really funny stuff, I but it wasn't... laugh, like... You know, Monsters Inc. is so crazy hilarious. No, no. But but I liked that it wasn't like here's the movie because Pixar movies are always really funny. Yeah. yeah. For the most part, and they're always like very funny all the way through. Yeah. But I liked there was kids in my movie theater that weren't just kind of going like bah, ha, 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 like yeah. wild and stuff. Like there was a lot of kids in the movie theater that I saw that seemed to be paying attention and i really like that this movie is just there's enough people falling over for them to get through the movie Mm -hmm. but there's also enough there that the kids were like oh yeah one for for me this movie uh my movie going experience was um made better and made worse by one kid in the theater (laughs) who is probably the funniest child i've ever heard because she or he i can't i don't know what i think it was a she but she's sitting with her mom and she was like behind us yeah and um and she she just but like it it was oddly poignant too because like uh the kid she'd be sad all of a sudden because something would happen kind of thing and the kid couldn't contextualize it yeah so you know the sad thing would happen would happen and then there would be the gravity of it on screen and then you just hear this little girl go why she's sad (laughs) (laughs) and like it would be like little questions like that like this kid would just openly ask these questions i'm like okay you are adorable shut up yeah <laughs> you are adorable and then the big final moment where like the big uh um uh emotional thing yeah uh, you, you know is happening <laughs> and it was totally ruined this had nothing to do with the kid uh like watching the movie or anything because the kid i guess kind of got bored and then um her mom moved her like was, was like she was like kind of like talking and stuff yeah. so her mom like moved her to her lap so she would shut up yeah and the kid started just going no <laughs> no no, you put me back now. Oh my god! <laughs> and everyone in the theater just fucking lost their <laughs> It was the fucking funny. That's shit. so funny. Um, <laughs> so that kind of yeah detracted a little bit. Because in my theater, I was just like 
really battling not that to cry at that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And and so it was undercut a little bit by yeah. that, but it was also worth it because I was like, I hope my kid's that hilarious. <laughs> you put me back. Put right this now. kid was not having any of it. You put me back now. Yeah. No, I really liked it, and I and you know there were moments while I was watching it that I was like, oh, I wonder like if I'm enjoying this as much as I should because it's not so crazy, crazy, funny straight through. Yeah. But I liked that it was a movie that, you know, there was a lot there, and the well, kids I mean, were were all going along with it for a right. movie that wasn't. Not that all kids need are crazy color flashes in front of their face or whatever, but they're, they're, but it's I nice would that have been Pixar sub- is yeah. telling is teaching kids that that's not all they need. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wally was the same way. It wasn't hilarious all the way through. Mm-hmm. It was no, just like no. Super and that's not what I remember about Wally. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. A bunch of jokes or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 just that it's entirely uh, you know poignant and yeah, yeah. kind of prescient. And I think totally. when you said like the kid in the theater and you were saying like there was questions, I really like that. Yeah, like that a family's gonna have to like go home and talk about this movie yeah yeah and even yeah. people that i know have been talking about it and, and i think it, it and i think it will help parents talk to yeah. their kids about about like why you might be sad yeah like, even yeah. if that's the question like why was she so sad at the end and then they could say well remember sadness well like yeah. she had to feel that before she could move on and yeah. like have that fun moment with her family later and that has to happen like mm-hmm. you have, have to be to, sad sometimes and and it, it also kind of lets you kind of it, it lets a kid visualize that like because yeah. it's i think it would be really hard to teach a kid well you know sometimes sadness and joy are the same thing yeah and yeah. and uh or this or even same parts of the same thing or right, whatever right uh and and i think that it, it adds a visual component yeah. to that where if a kid can't um, can't come up with like like the abstract of that. They can at least visualize what that movie showed. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, then I I can kind of at least see yeah. how that yeah, can man. happen. That's a special movie. I uh, agree. And, and honestly, I I think the real star of this movie was Phyllis Smith. Yeah, yeah. she was oh, amazing. 100%. Uh, like, amazing. Dead fucking on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> super funny, but oh, also man. like really like like really got like the character didn't know what her place was yeah she, she was like and that made her sad yeah, yeah. and, and she was sadness because she was supposed to be sad yeah and, and that made everybody mad <laughs> like yeah, that yeah. made everybody <laughs> angry with her when all she was doing was being herself yeah, yeah. which is such an, another level of the movie because yeah. that's something that like every kid and every adult has felt like why is me being like this so upsetting to these people yeah i just yeah. need to be like or whatever it, it, yeah like and i don't know how to be anything yeah, else and, and, and i thought i was right supposed now. to be myself but when i be myself makes everybody mad and mm-hmm. yeah yeah there, there's like there's a lot of really cool layers yeah to i really like yeah i really like that that her character like you were saying like when like it works as an arc for a character it wouldn't even have to be sadness but the fact that they line up so well yeah it's just yeah holy shit yeah totally. <laughs> yeah great movie. i think it'll i think this will be one that'll live on uh oh, man. hardcore yeah, yeah. i think so yeah, absolutely think so. totally cool very good uh casey yeah what you watched a movie yeah <laughs> uh uh you stayed at home. I did stay at home. You watched New York Minute. A New York Ooh. Minute starring <laughs> a New York Minute starring <laughs> uh, uh starring Mary Kate Olsen and Ashley Olsen. <clears throat> starring Mary Kate Olsen and Ashley Olsen. Uh, <laughs> and Eugene Levy. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, directed by Denis Gordon uh, and the... Don't French up his name. It was Dennis. Denny. <laughs> Dennis. Uh, all right. See full summary here. One day in New York City, as Jane tries out for an overseas college program and her sister Roxy schemes to meet her favorite punk rockers, a series of mishaps throws their day into chaos. In order for both of them to accomplish their goals, the normally adversarial sisters decide to unite against the forces around them. I really want to know about this punk rock band because I feel like there's nothing punk rock about this movie and it's probably hilarious. <laughs> Not only is there nothing punk rock about this movie, there's nothing punk rock about the punk rock band mm-hmm. because it is the band A Simple Plan. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the punk rock band. Okay. This movie... Uh, shot in Toronto. Shot in Toronto. Oh, fun. Yeah. I spent most of this movie going... Oh, they're there. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. So oh, Andy Richter's in this? Equally as exciting as taking the streetcar somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Andy Richter, Bob Saget, Jack Osborne, star-studded guest. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, so this movie is equal parts uh, banal, and it was really hard to... It wasn't hard to watch, because I, I just sat in front of it, Yeah, and I can sit in front of things, not to break. <laughs> um... But it was really hard to pay attention to, uh, because and then and then uh, every once in a while it was batshit insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it starts off. You got the two twin sisters uh, who uh, are couldn't be more different. One of them is straight laced and uptight, and <laughs> she has to go. She has to go give an important speech. It's the most important speech of her life. They don't mention what the speech is or anything. <laughs> Just but it's, it's the most, the most important, important speech of her, of her life. life. And she's got a day planner, and her day planner has everything in it because she's organized. Yeah. And then her her sister is totally punk rock. <laughs> you can tell because all she does is she carries around drumsticks oh. and wears a Metallica shirt. The punkest uh, of all uh, yeah, instruments. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. You know you know that thing like where, uh, where like a person who doesn't listen to metal or punk or anything wears like an Iron Maiden shirt or a Metallica yeah. shirt and it yeah. just makes you want to punch him right in the face. Yeah. That's a lot of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the only reason you want to punch them in the face. <laughs> uh, like the, these girls, God bless them, they are billionaires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, she went out for smokes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Athena's here. She wanted to hold me. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Got to leave that in. <laughs> the baby. Um, we got it. Uh, who are? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got the two the two different uh, sisters and. Uh, oh yeah, so these girls like they're billionaires because they marketed themselves perfectly, and it's not always um, cool. Uh-huh. Like at first they were marketing the fact that they were, uh, you know. Two-year-old precocious kids who could sing little songs, yeah. and then, but then they, they became an industry. Well, they became an industry, like in, in terms of fashion stuff like that. But they were kind of banking on the on the disgusting fact that a lot of gross pervs were just waiting till they turned eighteen so they could fuck them. Like you know how that was a. Uh, running joke there all was the time. like really gross guys in my college like there was this like really gross guy who was like had a poster of them on his door or something he was like only two more years or something and i was uh, like you are a geez. gross person. yeah first of all you're never gonna fuck anybody that looks remotely like either of those girls and second of all like 
like uh, it's that whole thing. I don't want to go. Look, I don't know Dennis Miller. I don't want to go off on a rant here. <laughs> but it's that thing of like where people people like sexualize a young a young person yeah. kind of thing. Like, well, look at the way they look and blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, but you're still the one sexualizing. Yeah, them. yeah. Like you're still the one who's wrong here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so but 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 at the same time, these girls kind of banked on that a little bit. In, in certain ways like there's a whole scene in this movie where they're just wearing little towels because like you know french farce all goes wrong and uh, they're yeah. in somebody's hotel room okay and i'm like uh, now i don't know how old the girls were in this movie is it 2004 or something yeah 2003 so, or something I don't know, like that probably like 20 oh yeah so maybe they were of age at the time but at the same time i mean i don't know 21? it still felt yeah gross. 2004 yeah um, when was when was full house 89 yeah, like 87, I think it started. Oh, okay. So maybe well, they're, right. they're probably early 20s. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, so there's all of that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But these girls have zero charisma. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to watch them because it's like it's like watching uh, kids in a um, community theater or yeah. something. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah, they really suck. I yeah. saw one of them in that Beastly movie. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It's just like, God, you, you just <laughs> And it's like they're like, it's even like, when they're babies, they sucked. Yeah, like yeah. it's like they're like doing that, like uh, where they're like, uh, "I'm the one who is totally straight laced, uh, so I have to get to my meeting on time." <laughs> you know, like they say everything like a teenager would say it, kind of thing, like yeah. as if to appeal to teenagers, kind of thing, but. It's still. It's not acting in any way. Uh, why don't you chill out? Because I'm punk rock. <laughs> Wait, You've you got a briefcase. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm freewheeling. Yeah, briefcase like and drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's their defining character points. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They should have been called briefcase and drumsticks. <laughs> I would have liked them more. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about writing that movie. Um, so, uh, but yeah, there's some. So basically, what they try to do with this movie is just uh, throw in every uh, uh, plot line that they can think of. Uh, like again, the one girl has to get to her to her speech on time. Cause yeah. She's got to make her speech, and uh, and then the other girl, she's got to get to her um, band practice or something because her punk rock <laughs> band is. Doesn't uh, have their drumsticks. Uh, <laughs> she's got to bring them because she's fucking the drummer. Uh, but they, uh, so no, like she, like so. Okay, so she's got to get to uh, somewhere because she has. Oh, she has to get to the Simple Plan concert uh-huh. because she has to give she's her demo idiot. tape. Uh, yeah, because she doesn't know what music is. Uh, because she has to give her demo tape to the A&R guys that will be at the... Sim- like, it's... it's they Are basically A&R just- guys scouting a band that's already a very popular major yeah. label act? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it's that there thing There might be some like- idiots here with tapes and drumsticks. Well, we should that, go. That's the thing, right? Like, like they just have some kind of vaguely musicy things. Like, yeah, oh yeah. well, you got to go to the Simple Plan concert because A and R guys and demo tape and drumsticks and <laughs> punk rock. <laughs> like, like it, it, it's just like these this haze of general things that kids might know about. So, yeah. what is the point? Um, of the of the plot, what does Eugene Levy have to do with any of this? Eugene Levy is the truant officer, and he's tracking Roxy, and obviously Roxy is the rock and roll lady. Uh-huh. Why is he um, tracking her? Because she's always uh, skipping school, and he he's if he tracks, he's been tracking her down 
it's creepy. He's been tracking her down for years, but she keeps evading him. And he's got How, this. Are they homeless or something? Yeah. Uh, no, I they don't understand. Live... How do you evade somebody in like <laughs> in high school? Yeah. Uh, but they they live with their rich dad, who's like a doctor. Why doesn't Eugene Levy try looking at their house? Uh, yeah. <laughs> where, where they live with their dad, who's yeah. Doctor Drew, apparently. By the way, and I, I I'm not 100 percent sure who that is. I just know he's. Uh, a thing. Is that Doctor Drew? He's is like a like TV guy. The doctors. Yeah. Is it that show? One of those things. Uh, I think y- something. It's something. It's something Oprah goes related. On, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes on TV and does like pseudoscience shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pop All I am 100 percent sure of is that he's not Doctor Dre. Right. Which, uh, <laughs> which I forgot about. Uh, for uh, uh, oh, about can't forget about Dre. Ah, uh, motherfuckers act like that yeah. sometimes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so there's that. They've got to get to their respective things. And um, and also uh, Andy Richter is chasing them because they have the uh, microchip. Because Eugene Levy has been evading him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, because they because they at the train station somebody drops the microchip into one of their bags. Oh my god! Yeah. So what? just why not throw that in there too? You uh, know, like Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah. And, and um, so Andy Richter plays a uh, a white guy. Who does uh, an offensive uh, Asian accent? Oh my God! In two thousand and four, really? It's it's really fucked up. Like, oh my God. like I, I respect Andy Richter as being a funny person who does funny things. Like that he does that he's agreed to do this really bums me out because like yeah he's he, he basically he's the adopted son of a Chinese woman. Um, and the chip is thousands and thousands of hours of um pirated music and dvds that they're going to uh wow yeah wow so like they're Holy perpetuating shit. the stereotypes of of you know uh, the like asian uh, uh like corner stores yeah. selling yeah, yeah, pirated, yeah, yeah. which to be fair a lot of corner stores do sell those things oh yeah but it's not that's not just Asian people. It's not a thing that's specific to them. No, uh, but it is in this movie. And, and and the joke is that Andy Richter is the white son of like the adopted white son of some Asian people. That's unbelievable. So he, but he doesn't even have an Asian accent. Like at one point, his mother, like who who is Chinese, like is like, uh, and stop that accent. And he's like, but mom. And he's, but then he just keeps using. The offensive Asian accent. Yeah. It's a real bummer. Wow. It's a real weird bummer. <laughs> um, and the uh, Conan hangs that over his head. I hope. Yeah. I hope like, he does. Yeah, you stay in line. Uh, you remember what happened last time? You uh, strayed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, contracts are up, and I'm thinking of renegotiating." <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Olsons will make another movie. <laughs> yeah. He also could be like, "I'm going to go home and sleep in the big uh, bed in my house that that movie bought." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess good on him. For hey, that. listen, that uh, offensive stereotype paid all of my bills. That year. I don't know. Is this a lot of money for this movie? Maybe maybe the movie paid for the bed, not the yeah, house. Yeah, you're right. Well, it, it's I it's, bought a it mattress is, with it that is movie. It's shocking that that's still happening in 2004. It's it's yeah, a strangely insane. and the budget on this movie is actually strangely uh, kind of bigger. Although yeah. there's some really weird uh, and and off-putting green screen uh, of them just walking down the street in like they'll have like a green screen oh, of New yeah. York. 
And, and, but I mean, it was all filmed in Toronto. Yeah. So they did a lot of like, if they have to be in Times Square, they would just sort of green screen that. It's crazy. <laughs> like, that's like two, mid 2000s, early 2000s was such a weird era for that. Because it would be like, oh, we can just shoot them in a car with a green screen and then it'll look fine. And yeah. then you go back and you're like, it does not look fine. It does not There's look a fine. There's a green halo around everybody. <laughs> it's really off putting. Um, and, uh, okay, wait. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Eugene Levy's character, he's, you know, tracking her and he's the truant officer. And he's got this sort of like crime lab that's like dedicated to tracking this young girl. And they're supposed to be like these high school girls. Like they're on their way to college or whatever. Uh, the uptight girl wants to go to Oxford or something. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, but he's got like this whole crime lab dedicated to catching this young girl with like pictures of her all over the place. Like it's basically, you know, like a, a serial killer evidence den yeah. kind of thing. What is this movie? But he's got this chalkboard in, in it. It's just sort of a visual gag, but the chalkboard is written over and over. I will catch Roxy, whatever her name is. Yeah. I will catch like, you know, like a, a kid in detention has to yeah, write yeah, 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 yeah. on the board. So yeah. it, it, it looks like that, but it's a it's a it's a throwaway sight gag that really adds to the horribly creepy vibe that yeah. Eugene Levy is trying to fucking murder a child. Yeah. Um. So there's all of that going on, and then it's basically just a movie of conveniences where uh, you know each of the girls needs to have a uh, a love interest. So one of the girls, her love interest, is sort of interwoven in the plot because a dog at at one point eats the microchip, and they have to <sighs> yeah, and they have what? to carry the dog around because they got to get the microchip out of the poop. Uh, Holy uh, fuck, man! Yeah, um, and so it's it's her her like the the kids uh, one of the love interests mom andrea martin this movie is uh, obviously canadian because it, yeah, like yeah. boyd banks shows up in in a small uh, role that really bums me out because I, I like, really like andrea boyd martin banks. man yeah um, and andrea martin of course you know yeah. um but uh but you know so you see like the little canadian character actors yeah. like hey canadian tire guy yeah. um <laughs> but, uh, which canadian tire guy the one that totally seems like he has bodies buried in his yard that one uh well, the, 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 narrow your search <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the guys who was like on a long stretch of commercials had like a beard and he's a little like weirdly happy uh, oh, he was like he was like three years of Canadian Tire commercials. I, I think you're thinking of the right yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to see a series of Canadian Tire commercials where he's like somebody. They're like using Canadian Tire bot shovels to bury bodies. That's what all that's the commercials what, seemed like they were. What, there's a, there's a, a crawl show uh, sketch yeah. about that. You're right. And I great. I did kill him and I put him in this uh, John Deere wood chipper <laughs> yeah. and I buried him using this adjustable length Fuck snow yeah. shovel that doesn't hurt my back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, so, so the one girl's love interest is sort of germane to the plot. It's at least somewhat, and sorry, plot I use. Yeah. 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 Loosely. I don't know what's going on here. But there's, but another one of them, just because they both have to have a love interest. Yeah. Another one of them is just this guy on a bike who keeps showing up places or sorry, he shows up at the beginning to establish himself as a love interest. He shows up once in the, in the middle to just kind of go like, Hey, I thought I'd never see you again. And she's like, I gotta go. Cause hijinks are Bruin, and then uh, and then he shows up at the very end to be her boyfriend. Yeah, simply oh. because she needs a boyfriend in this movie. Right. Uh, so then you know hilarity ensues. There's a whole section in the middle of the movie where Simple Plan plays one of their songs, <laughs> which is the funniest part of the movie. Because I'm God just bless him. God is bless him. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, definitely. Like God bless him for for trying. And 
I've heard through, through a lot of people that they're super nice guys. Oh, I'm sure they are. They're a bunch of really, really good fellas who just... I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they just... What? They're Canadian, right? That's probably yeah. why. They're Canadian. Everyone... Sure. Yeah. Real yeah. nice bands here. A lot of them are, so, are shitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None more than simple. Yeah. Uh, so they play one of their songs, and then, you know, and then everything at the end... Uh, uh, like ties up nicely. So the girl Daryl Hammond is in this movie, by the way, and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> and uh, so the girl gets to go to Oxford, and and uh, and the girl and and Roxy, the rock and roll one, gets her demo tape to the A and R guys at the Simple oh. Plan concert. She gives it to them, and the A and R guys look at it and go, "Oh, a CD. I like the packaging." Let's listen to this. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, sir, no, uh-uh. fuck you. Um, <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah, yeah. So the end. Uh, so then we end up at the uh, the rehearsal space, or, or they're recording the album because the A and R guys like the thing, so they're recording the album now. And it's that thing where like there's like a band, um, but you know nobody wanted to write a song or anything. So this band's big hit is like a cover. Yeah, and that always really bothers me. Oh yeah, and the cover is Suffragette City. Oh boy. And I'm like, don't I don't want to hear 17 year old kids <laughs> cover Suffragette. And how was no. it? How do you think it was, Dan? Yeah, be, uh, better than the original? Nominal. <laughs> bam, bam, thank you, man. Bam, thank you, Dad. <laughs> Dad. Dad. Mom. <laughs> um, and then, and so, uh, uptight girl, uh, she's like, I get to go to Oxford. And then the guy that she met three times during the movie on the bike is she's like, oh, I'm never going to see you again because I'm going to England. And he's like, uh, I'm going to England too because I'm transferring there. And she's uh, like, weird. We do. Yeah, like literally, said. this is uncomfortable because I don't More know. More stalking. Well. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and then at the end of the movie, the denouement after the credits, uh, we see his room and it has I will date <laughs> Roxy scratched <laughs> yeah. on his wall over and yeah. over again. Oh. And the Canadian and tire the, guy is there. He's like, I got the hookups. Yeah, and it's the guy that I, that was in the dorm that I lived in in college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he's got the same poster. Yeah, I told you, I've been waiting. Uh, I'm a yeah. real shitbag. Real. The weirdest thing about it, though, is that the, the movie starts out, like the soundtrack is, you know, whatever. Yeah. But the movie starts out with uh, what sounds like the bangles. And I'm like, why do, why do I know this song? And then I realize it's a song called uh, Doll Revolution, uh, parentheses, tear, tear Off Your Own Head, which is an Elvis Costello song. Oh, yeah. yeah. A deep cut from When I Was Cruel. Yeah. Later period Elvis Costello, yeah. and I looked a little deeper into that, and um, and the Bangles put out an album uh, in like around that time called Doll Revolution, yeah, and that was the lead off track. Oh, I'm like what are the Bangles doing? Like put it like uh, like on the strength of a cover of an obscure Elvis Costello song, they put out an album. Really weird. That's really bizarre. What super a weird, weird song to cover. Yeah, it's a super weird song. To, it's not a terrible song. Oh, no, it, no. It's, it's not the best on that album. At all. No. It's certainly <laughs> lesser Elvis Costello. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, well, uh, when did it, when did that album come out? Uh, was that 98? 98 or okay. 99, I want to say. Okay. I it's, was wondering if it was a little bit later, if it was I like... I think it might have been like even 2000. It might have been 2000. Okay. Yeah. Now, actually, now that I think about it, yeah, I think I was Because I was going to say well maybe it was just like a yeah, few yeah, years yeah. ago. Oh, de- yeah, in. no, we were definitely out of school. Yeah. I think... Uh, um, I was... Yeah. Uh, oh, that might have been the St. Clair Oakwood-ish time. Uh, yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. <laughs> 
What do you think of that, listeners? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about when they lived a certain area? Yeah. <laughs> what year that might uh, correspond you know, to? Listeners, with our, the, our famous history. Yeah. Of all the places we. Well, lived. on the See You Next wiki, there <laughs> yeah. all of this information. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you've got a chalkboard set up in your room, I will catch Craig and Casey. <laughs> Thanks for leaving You'll, me out of it, by the way. You'll know. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for letting me get off. Murder free. <laughs> uh, well, all right. We got to get going. This is two hours already. Are you kidding me? Balls. Yeah. Holy. So anyway, see this movie. Yes. <laughs> five out of five. Yeah. Um, you made us listen to an album. Yeah. It, it did. Why don't you explain what and why? Uh, it was an album by a fella called Action Bronson. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's a, a corpulent rapper, <laughs> and uh, I don't remember what the album is called. Mr. Mr. Wonderful. I did not From listen to any of it because I was like, uh, everything I hear about this guy is that like he he's made his name sounding like, is it Ghostface Killer? Yeah. Uh, sounding like Ghostface Killer and being a misogynist uh, piece of crap. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I was like... Maybe there's something clever in this, mm-hmm. but I've got a whole bunch of other shit to do, yeah. and and you yeah, know, yeah. supporting some misogynist douche is not on my uh, agenda. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and yet still, I brought, brought it up on the show, <laughs> so I don't know what that's now about. for listeners that don't live in Toronto. There was some controversy recently because he was set to play North by Northeast, which is a big music festival here in Young and Dundas Square, which is a public area. It's like and, uh, one one of your central cores, of yeah, the, the downtown area. Yeah, so there was a lot of uproar because he was playing a public space and he has like an older music video I think from four or five years ago where he like murders a woman and chops mm-hmm. her up and puts her in the trunk it's disgusting yeah. but there was a lot of uproar but we don't want this in our and public not space. in any way derivative of uh, Eminem yeah um, but yeah so there was a big petition that went around he his his show got canceled and moved to a uh, non-public ticketed event yeah uh, probably where it should have been from the start in yeah. my opinion but um, yeah yeah, and so I, I don't know if that got canceled or not, but there was a lot no, of. No, I was looking and, today. I'm like, did he end up playing North yeah. Bay? I'm not sure if he did or not. Me either. Yeah, but there was a lot of back and forth about your censoring beer, da da da, and like yeah, yeah. this is bullshit, this is right, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So there, that was, I think, on the tip of your mind, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, and and it was that thing of like where you're like, oh, well, I see this guy's name all the all, all yeah. over the place. I wonder what he's all about. But again, I don't want to bother yeah so i'll make you guys do it yeah yeah and so we did it we yeah. did it <laughs> we listened to mr wonderful yeah so uh what's up with this guy um uh, he does sound a great deal like ghostface yes right. definitely yeah my experience with this record to dive into it was it's pretty much what i expected i yeah. think if you remove the controversy of what happened in toronto yeah it's not that remarkable of a record no I, I did i listened to it without really paying attention to the lyrics the first time exactly just to hear it as an album just yeah. put it on the background you know the beats are all right yeah they don't it's, blow my hair back or anything a little B- billy joel off the top that's yep. nice there is some some like of the that. production yeah. by oh no is really good i thought i was i was curious for that first track brand new car because that yeah. samples uh zanzibar by billy joel yeah and uh, it's actually co-produced by uh, Mark Ronson, or fully yep. produced by Mark Ronson, that track. And I was like, this sounds good. This is yeah. a nice sounding track. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, yeah. Oh No is, he, he does a lot of work on Stone's Throw, is related to stuff like MF Doom and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it has that kind of like chopped up weird sample stuff, which yeah. I like. So I, there lo- was, I love that. There yeah. were some the moments. the Alchemist is all over this album, too. Yeah. 
But like, uh, um, what was the song? Uh, Acting crazy has like mm-hmm. a really good beat on it. Um, yeah. And if yeah, like if you put this album on the background, you're like, this is a good rapper. I, I'm not blown away by this, but no. I can understand why this is popular. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, this is just this isn't hip hop that I like, regardless of the lyrics. Yeah, this just this kind of hip hop isn't the hip hop I go for. Yeah, it, um, yeah, it, and it's uh, it dabbles in the hip hop I like because of like that song with Mark Ronson and the yeah O-Nope that I, I, I thought maybe I was going to get into a little, like, a little yeah. sort of a um, well, it's not experimental, but a more. Um, unconventional hip-hop album yeah. like maybe like a uh atmosphere or something like that that yeah. plays around with a lot of different vibes and uh, textures yeah but it just I, I i was getting more and more bored as the album went along yeah. it's like not in a way of like uh, repetition because it does kind of bounce around to a bunch of things but there's big chunks of unnecessary piano movements that aren't mm-hmm. interesting and stuff and then i got into lyrics and this album's not it's no more misogynistic or sexist than any other hip hop album I've ever heard. I agree. It's a lot of referring to women as hoes, yeah, and how much they want to suck his dick, yeah. But nothing. Why that's, is that? Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, this has been t- take away, take away. You know, the shock value. Of the, like, that's not interesting. No, no. Yeah. And, and it's like just like that, an, it, that. It's still yeah constant in hip hop for all this time. I mean, there's a song on uh, Fear of a Black Planet talking about like. This has got to stop in yeah. hip hop. Yeah. That was twenty five years ago, and it's yeah. nowhere near yeah. stopping. Yeah, so, no, this. Like, I mean, even, is it is it through the through the filter of the fact that this guy is a fat white guy? Like, I mean, no. Do they, does he talk? About he talks the fact? about his weight every once in a while, but in a very like it's he's, it, like a pride sort of thing. And yeah. Oh, so he, like, does he mention that? He, like, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm the new Bubba Sparks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll see my, I'll see myself out in two months. It is the yeah. <laughs> it is the epitome of like it's kind. It's an album that's very sitting on the cusp of like mainstream rap. I, like, he's pretty popular. Yeah, and, and like, you didn't and, like me then. Now, but wants to suck my dick. Yeah, and, it's, stuff. and like, it's, it's yeah, it's very like nah. braggadocious. <laughs> Nobody wants to. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's 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 a mixture of just bragging rap and yeah. and like dipping into kind of I'm gonna say things to shock you but i'm not gonna go so far but i am going far enough that it, at moments you're like well i didn't need to hear that that's yeah. always been that's always been my biggest problem and he'll, with- yeah and he'll like sorry but he'll like a, he will say on songs and stuff like it's just like like the song acting crazy just like i'm just being me i'm fucking up like doing whatever i want like i'll say whatever i want kind of i'm just gonna no, act just crazy the same shit that a whole bunch of other guys fucking exactly. say when they don't have anything to fucking say well yeah. that's that's always been my problem with uh with sort of like gangsta hip-hop or like with yeah. the certain type of hip-hop where it's all predicated on like yo i'm the best i'm the motherfucking best and best 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 and i am the best and it's like well you've told me in 12 tracks that you're the best and not once have you showed me why you're yeah, the best it, totally. at something. Yeah. and i don't understand i don't understand why i'm supposed to think you're the best yeah and because like and i found the best uh verse on this whole album wasn't his yeah. Uh, what's his face shows up. Uh, uh, Chance the rapper shows yeah. up on that one right. track, and I not. I, I really wanted to be down on his shit. Yeah, I, I wanted that to bring album that up. Is, uh, a year and a half ago or something yeah. like that. That Acid big one. And I, yeah, yeah. And I threw it on. I'm like, this sounds wicked. And there's like track three is all this homophobic shit. And I was like, yeah, uh, nope, nope. Yeah, bummer, man. Because I was totally digging. And that's that. the <laughs> thing. Because not to be like, well, how dare people single him out? Because I do think 
NX and E public space. Sure, there have been people like there have been other art, uh, hip hop artists that have played there that you could say have just as offensive lyrics. Last year, last year, Danny Brown was there. Exactly. I had this convers- I had this exact conversation. It's like, well, last year, like Danny Brown did. I'm like, that doesn't mean it's okay yeah, to just exactly. keep doing it. Like, yeah, it yeah. sounds trite, but the conversation has to start somewhere. Exactly. So it starts here. And Danny and- Brown stuff is actually, I feel like, worse than Action Bronson. Yeah, right. But whatever. No one knows who he is. Exactly. And I don't know if it's easier. To first target the fat white guy, it's I, you know, I get it. Uh, it's easier to, to people are more aware of him, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the thing. People are more aware of his lyrical content and his music videos at the moment where it happens. Yeah. So why not start that conversation? Like we're not okay with this. Yeah, we're gonna talk about. It's gotta it. start somewhere. Yeah. So good because fucking come on. But at the same like, time, what in the fuck is going? It's on? so weird to think like you know a couple years ago when uh, the what was that group? They did that album. Goblin, um, the Tyler the Creator. Oh, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. The, like when that album was blowing up, I was like, "This is just a young guy thinking it's so cool to say like the derogatory f words that I'm not yeah. going to say, and yeah. like being you know so in your face and stuff." And I don't think yeah. this like this is garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, yeah. Eventually, you have to say like, "Oh, I don't want that in my city and uh, yeah, in Young and Dunnett Square. Take it to a ticketed event." Well, yeah. th- like that—that's the thing. Like, and and uh, uh, like, I, I really have a problem with people who are like, "No, that type of thing needs to be abolished from the earth because it's it's just perpetuating hate and blah 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 blah." Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's it's not necessarily perpetuating hate. It may be perpetuating hate, but it's perpetuating perpetuating hate amongst a hateful group of people. Yeah, uh, th- those who who learn to hate from this were bound to hate anyway. Don't. Don't eradicate this because everybody needs to have their own voice. But time in a fucking place, young and Dundas, for yeah, see, this sake, is the thing. where children are walking by again, who, yeah, who without the it's right the next means to, to the Eaton Center. It. It's like, the, like, for if you don't live in Toronto, young and Dundas Square is like not, it's a major thoroughfare, yeah, yeah. And it's just there's families, there's everything there. Every, yeah. every, every walk of life in Toronto goes through there, yeah. And I'm not into you know, I, I, I'm for free speech and yeah. not censoring art and stuff like that, I get it. And uh, and a lot of people brought that up, but I'm like, this is a free show yeah. in a massively public place. Yeah. So Time yeah, this, and that's not, not appropriate yeah. for yeah. there. And Don't it's not it like there. them yeah. saying, "Oh no, the bare naked ladies, we can't let them play because their name." Because that's like, then you listen to their music yeah. and you're like, no one's gonna walk by and be like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So their music there's is a difference. Entirely yeah. innocuous enough. Yeah, but and that's but, that's misplaced censorship and yeah. Well, it's exactly yeah, it's, it's that thing of like where mm, I'm gonna make a point right now that's very clever. Yeah. No, you 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 know the point that you're making. You yeah. know yeah. it's not a valid point. Yeah. yeah, and with the whole thing like with this album. Like it's fine, and there's stuff on it. You're like, okay, I can get why this is popular. But with the wealth of you know research available for you to go and find a rapper that's just as good as this, that or better, oh, way better. That yeah, isn't, this is you know beating up. I tried people so, I really tried hard to not listen to it. this as like Ugh. something that we just went through a big thing yeah. about it in our city. But it, you know, just listen to his hip hop album. And it's like it's you know it's fine. Yeah. It is what <clears> it is. I uh, it's not again. It's not the kind of hip hop I go for typically. Right. Um, but it's you know that some of those tracks are good, some of them are boring, some yeah. of them are whatever. I don't know that city boy blues. I like that beat. Yeah, but the rapping is mm, it's it's yeah it's another guy who sounds like another guy. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm tired of that. Yeah, and why is and, that great? Yeah, so yeah. it's just I don't know. I get why the album got some praise from some people and a lot of like yeah you know what it's okay. Yeah, most of the ones I read that kind of made sense to me because I read a bunch of reviews for were like yeah yeah this is. 
For, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. But yeah, there's nothing lyrically interesting going on. No. Uh, yeah. Not even like clever enough to like, oh, not oh really, that's a no. good line, man. Yeah. 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 yeah it is right. Exactly so, what it is. Good enough. Go yeah. listen to a better hip hop album. Yeah, yeah. There are plenty of them. Go yeah. listen to Ghostface. Why don't you? Exactly. Yeah. Sure. Um, all right. Mm. All right. Well, uh, now I got to give you guys uh, an album. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and, Another uh, album. I, I did my, you know, patented, you guys figure this thing out for me. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to do a, uh, a listener pick. Oh, um, ooh. right on. Now, I don't know who suggested what because we basically we just have, just a, list, have yeah. a list. Yeah. Uh, and I was going to do... Um, something on the list uh, that I think would probably infuriate everybody, myself included. <laughs> but I'm not going to. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do a weird throwback because uh, I just noticed this. Like, I'm calling an audible here. I uh-huh. just noticed this, and I'm like, that's going to be funny. So you guys are going <laughs> to listen to um, 1994 uh, Veruca Salt's album, American Thighs. All right. Yeah. What is it? Oh. I believe you'll remember this. I think the song is Seether. Yeah. I think that yeah, was yeah, their yeah. big song. Absolutely. Um, and then I, I think that there was another Can't song of this. Yeah. Something. Yeah. yeah. So basically they were like, um, hey, what if uh, uh, the breeders weren't very good? <laughs> so they were doing. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know them very much, but I know I, that. I some, know that song. Some people like them. So I have. I'm not. I feel like aware. Yeah, some people were fairly passionate about this band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's one of the kids. That's, about they're named after one of the kids from. Uh, Verucasol from from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate yeah, yeah. Factory. Yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, on uh, Minty Fresh DGC Records. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know what. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me know if any of the yeah. other songs differ from that one. Sure. <laughs> all right, I'm Boogie. down. Boogie. Yeah. <clears throat> well, let's and whatever roll. listener suggested that, uh, let us know so we can give yeah, you credit. Yeah, so we credit. can give you your uh, yeah. yeah. Or tell um, you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get rolling. Uh, this week, we are going to have to roll for Terminator Genisys. Genisys. Yeah. We have to see what this is about. Yeah. There's a new Terminator movie. We're going to see it. Yep. So, Absolutely. Uh, I mean, James Cameron seems to love it. And he yeah. probably wasn't paid to sit there and say that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do that. That's the winning uh, role, and for the loser, we were trying to think what are some bad robot movies. There's always yeah. good, sub- bad sci-fi yeah. movies, but uh, I mentioned there's something stuck in my brain that we need. I think needs dressed. <laughs> yeah, aggressively it, bad. Aggressively looking. bad yeah, looking. Yeah. It 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 has everything going against it. Yeah. yeah. So this is a sequel. Yeah. So it kind of ties in poor sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Terminator Genesis turns out to be bad, it'll yeah. theme up real and, nice. Well, at least there's been a few bad Terminator sequels. Exactly. Already, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are going to have to make the loser the son of the mask or the son of mask. <laughs> son of mask, the. The, comma, comma the. Comma, the. <laughs> uh, Jamie Kennedy and a baby that gets the mask. Yeah. Yep. I like that they wouldn't even give it to him. No. <laughs> no. They, like, they couldn't mm-hmm. rely on Jamie Kennedy for laughs. Yeah. So uh, they gave how about to a this baby. CGI baby instead of <laughs> <Yeah>. you? <laughs> yeah, it worked for Ali McBeal. Yeah. yeah. All right, Casey, you're rolling. Don't roll on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta tell you every time. Oh. <laughs> that's a rule in my house. Uh, Don't roll on the carpet. All right, Casey's rolling. That is a zero. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. All right, I'm rolling. 
That's a nine. That is a nine. All right, Greg is rolling. If he rolls a zero, it could be a re-roll. Oh, that's a five. Five. Holy crap! Casey. Yeah, you're on a street. I'm on a real street. Yeah. And the but the weird thing is, like, I mean, that that does work out for me because it's it's hard these days for me yeah. to get out of the yeah. house. So it does actually technically work out for me. Yeah. Like last week, I was like, oh well, that's good because you know, like the babies do anytime now, and and I'll just stay in and watch this thing. Yeah. But then it came down to the fact where I'm like, well, I still have to watch that. Movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's so hard at home because you just want to press stop. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it would I, be... I can just stop this thing. And also, it's on Netflix. Yeah. So, like, right beside Son of Mask is eight billion things I want to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All uh, right. Enjoy. Thanks. Enjoy mm. that. And uh, we'll be back next I, week. Uh, to I, I look forward to uh, looking at my baby while that movie plays. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, we're at two hours and ten minutes. Oh. So, uh-huh. let's get into nine. No. Two. <laughs> One oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Really. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. <laughs> All right, Greg, take us through uh, an episode of Beverly Hills Dirt 210 okay. Season 3. I will do that. What is the name of this episode? This episode is called Rebel with a Cause. Oh. oh. This time the Rebel has a cause. He's got one. Uh. Hmm. I don't, I don't have, I don't know why it's called that. Now I'm thinking about it. It's one of those. Like, <laughs> that doesn't totally make any sense. Yeah, I feel like my, the last one that I had didn't really have that much to do with the plot. They're like, yeah. I don't know. What if it's called uh, this? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Rebel with a Cause. Uh, this episode starts out at school. Brenda and Kelly are uh, talking about the school computer being hacked, the break in. Right. That's hot topic right now. I bet. Yeah. And then Brenda's like, and also, I've got a date tonight with uh, Rick, Dean Cain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I wrote. Kane. I only wrote his name as Dean Cain throughout yeah. this entire note session. I, as did I <laughs> so if I say Dean, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's got a date with uh, uh, Dean, and um, Donna's there, and she's like, wow, moving fast. And she's like, whatever. So, uh, and then we cut over to David, bugging Steve about getting him, getting him in to play the Battle of the Bands. And Steve's like, don't worry, it's a done deal. And David's like, don't mess this up, Steve. David's getting real aggressive with Steve lately. I love just... But that's the thing. That's the dynamic of their relationship. When it when it comes to uh, David's music career, yeah. he treats Steve like shit. Totally. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. When you go back to the first season, too, where David was following Steve around. and Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With his like... video camera. Now flip the roof. Anyway. Um, so then what's going on? Um, and, uh, Steve's, uh, whatever, his little buddy, like, just, he's senior buddy to Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. yeah. He's back again. I cannot believe it. Black That's a guy. That's three-peat Three for a episodes. 90210. Unheard of. Uh, crazy. He's, Herbert's freaking out, though, about this computer thing. He's yeah. like, this, this is like, this is bad. There's cops at the school. This is a felony. Yeah. And Steve's like, Relax. I'm your senior buddy, remember? <laughs> I got this. It's going to be fine. That's amazing. Um, so then, Nestle your face into yeah. my neck and chew on the back yeah. of my head. <laughs> Just add some chicken powder. <laughs> 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 so, 
Brandon brings Dylan some articles about a kid who was accused of cheating on his SATs last year. So you can check that out and do some research because he's got his appeal thing coming up with the school board, I guess. Oh. Uh, Dylan and Kelly talk a little bit, and Kelly wants to tell Brenda because she doesn't want this whole thing to blow up in their face and stuff like that. And Dylan's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan just makes Dylan noises. Yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah he, uh, she's like, but I want Brenda's permission. And Dylan's like, the only permission you need is from yourself, Cal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Dylan's no, a, you should definitely Dylan's a ask your, this season. Yeah. Yeah. You should definitely ask your friend if you can date the person that they just broke yeah, up with. Yeah, like yesterday. If broke you up don't want to be a piece of shit. Yeah, totally. Uh, Andrea is indeed in a wheelchair. Awesome. <laughs> just like, oh man, is she is she uh, trying to track down her her uh, yeah, she, attempted murderer? Yeah, she comes up. And she's just wheeling around. Like, did you see everyone? Did you see the doctor and me? <laughs> I'm sorry, she's cancer boy now. <laughs> yeah, she might as well be. Every day's there, a gift. There's no hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, she wants to do a big uh, report on the school break-in. Uh, Dylan and Brenda are in science class, and she's like, I brought my radishes. He's like, oh, man, what was I supposed to bring? And she's like, soil or something. And she's like, ah, and he's like, Ugh. So they're getting kind of snippy with each oh, other. Before oh. I knew that there was a project involved, I was like, yeah. wait, she just carries radishes <laughs> around? Is that like an affectation now? It's how you get over a breakup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, the cops are walking around investigating the school, and Steve's like, Rrr. yeah. And then the janitor walks <laughs> Sorry, by. Steve's Paul Lind. Is yeah. That what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> the janitor walks by and stares at Steve, all weird. Um, and then uh, yeah, the girls are all talking about Brenda dating Dean, and uh, Kelly's <laughs> like, yeah, no, he's totally great. You should do that. That sounds yeah. wicked. Yeah. And um. Uh, Donna's like, no, you're moving really fast. You know, you it was it was you and Dylan forever. Now this, and uh, Brenda's like, yeah, but you know, I just I was so sick of him being so moody and brooding about everything. If it's not the <laughs> SATs, it's his trust fund, or he's disappearing or fooling around, uh, you know, behind my back or whatever. <clears throat> and uh, Kelly's like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and she's and they're like, well, what if Dylan starts dating somebody? And Brenda's like, honestly, he can date whoever he wants. And Kelly's like, ding. Oh. <laughs> Why did I say ding? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Is that out loud? Yeah. I'm not dating him. Stop so, holding that light bulb over your head. Yeah. <laughs> then we got to, <laughs> um, the janitor is in his little office reading a magazine. Steve comes in and he's like, yeah, I got your message. And the janitor's like, oh, did you? I'm just here uh, reading about Madonna. I like her. She's got spunk. I was like, what? Oh, a yeah, so dude. you're Gross. an old man reading about Madonna in a closet, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. Out of high school, no less. Yeah. He's like, we need to talk business. I'm here reading about Madonna, counting the days down on those Olsen twins. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen my chalkboard? Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, uh, uh, He's like, you know, the police might be interested that you were uh, caught. Uh, I caught you trying to steal my key. Yeah. My uh, 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 autocorrect turned that to the police might be interstellar to know that. Uh, oh. <laughs> the police might be uh, pretty middling about it. <laughs> and Steve's like, yeah, but you took a bribe from me. And uh, he's like, yeah, but I'm an adult and they'll believe me. 
And so damn. my word over here is he's like, damn, here's a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> um, then at the Walsh house, uh, the phone rings. It's dad's uh, secretary calling, and mom's like, she's been calling a lot lately. And he's like, she's so awesome. She's the best secretary I have ever had. It's great. Oh yes, Jim, yeah. have an affair, buddy. <laughs> and mom's like, gee, she calls a lot. That's weird. And then uh, Dean Kane shows up with flowers, meets home. the parents, going to take Brenda out on a date, and he's like, uh, "Going to have a good time." Yeah, a real good time. You got that? <laughs> uh, uh, he's like, "Yeah." When I moved to left Wisconsin, came to UCLA. One of the reasons was because they've got a great uh, business something program <laughs> and uh, dad's like oh <laughs> and uh business business oh. he's like uh oh i got a, a friend of mine goes to ucla and i'm going there to do a uh, or is a teacher there and i'm going to do a speech for him or something like that and he's like are you the jim walsh who wrote the last dying tax shelters in business world magazine uh, and he's like yeah guilty and he's like wow and brenda's like oh and uh, dad is beaming. And Turns uh, out the Walsh dad really is a rebel with a cause. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's the title. Uh, so Brenda and Dean Kane go on their date. Dylan and Kelly go to the planetarium. And Dylan remembers who Kelly sat with when they went to the planetarium in seventh grade. <laughs> I you were going to say, Dylan remembers who Kelly is. <laughs> He's like, we were in seventh grade. You sat with so-and-so. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> now you're sitting with <clears throat> me. <laughs> These are just a couple of things I've noticed over my life. And, uh, yeah, and then he's like, uh, she's like, they start watching the planetarium show, and the voice comes on telling about this, the cosmos, and she's like, I think this is the same one, which in you know, the same voice from when we were in seventh grade. And he's like, oh, we're in a time warp, and he does a confusing Star Trek impression. Yeah. Which I recorded. Oh, <laughs> sweet. So let me Let's just pull up my here. voice memos here, and I will play you his, uh, I guess he's going from uh, Kirk to Scotty, is what he's rolling with. Oh, here. he's trying for a cup. Oh, Sky would like to hear uh, him overreach and All <laughs> try right. to do All some right. voices. Well, here you go. Here comes a little Dylan. Uh, it happens very fast. What? Like, oh, 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 that's too much. <laughs> yeah. Was it really? Was it? Was he? Was it less um, Star Trek dialogue and more just some Star Trek sounds? <laughs> well, that's the planetarium in the background too. Oh, yeah. But he, his whole thing was like, oh, <laughs> you know, like a Scottish yeah. person. Oh man, Dylan's weird in this episode, and I do not care for it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, then uh, she's like, uh, oh, if we're in seventh grade, you have guts to make a move in front of the whole class. And he's like, <laughs> I was just waiting for permission. Making out. Then at the Peach Pit, uh, Dean loves the Peach Pit. He's there with Brenda. And he's like, this is great. This is our place. And she's like, no. <laughs> like, my brother works here, and this is where I hung out with my boyfriend all the time. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And, Which uh, is unfortunate because this is the only restaurant in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> Donna and David show up and they come over and they're like, hey, guys. And they're like, hey. And it's super awkward. Good talk. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's kind of like that. We're teenagers. And then they leave. And so Dean, Gain, uh, and Brenda are like, let's go someplace else. And they cut back to Dylan and Kelly hanging out outside, outside of the planetarium. And he's like, do you know the best time to come here? And she's like, hmm, sunset. And he's like, nah, when you're so mad, you can't see straight. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, fucking weirdo. Oh that's God. not where you the planetarium. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad at you. I even know the planetarium. <laughs> These stars always soothe me. I can't see straight. I'm so mad. I need to know science. 
<laughs> That's such a weird answer. I know. Oh, this is where man. I come when I'm real pissed off. And she's like kind of trying to get down to his brooding level. And sometimes she's like, I, 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 sometimes I'm just like, I don't even know what it's all about. And he's like, yeah. Blah, blah, Speak blah, of my language. <laughs> and then she's like, whoa, Dylan, let's take it slow, okay? And he's like, Cal, we've known each other our whole lives. We couldn't take it any slower. Is he, is he doing Shatner now? Or? <laughs> or who is? Uh, so then she's like, I'm hungry. He's like, I'm starving. <laughs> and I go to eat. Oh, because he wants pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm right uh, on your level, buddy. Andrea no, he wants cumin burgers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Mm, delicious. Andrea rolls into the pee pee, pit of the peach pit. Yeah, she does bring up the car again very specifically. She's like, well, if you see a silver muscle car. Yeah. Remember this, audience. Silver muscle car. Ah, who yeah. shot JR? And Steve's like, you should uh, put out a re- you know, like a reward for information about it. She's like, I don't have the money. He's like, I'd put it up for you. Oh. And uh, then she's like, oh, Wait, that's... Who, who said that? Steve. Steve. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, that's what they're doing at the school f- to find out who, uh, you know, broke in. And he's like... All that burping. I killed him. He killed them all. He did what? Oh, nothing. Take this ramen. He's like, oh, God. And he's like, yeah, that's what they're going to do for the break-in. And he's freaking out. And she's like, but the detective told me that it looks like the trail is going cold. And he's like, oh, cool. And she's like, but he did say that they didn't think it would break in, thinks there was a key, like an inside job. And he's like, come again? Well, I I thought things were going cool. Cool like the opposite of hot. Like my ramen. (laughs) Here you go. Take this ramen. Just every turn. That's what he does. What's the matter? No, my chicken powder's wearing off. (laughs) Stop sprinkling it on me. Uh, Herbert comes in and he's like, Steve, his ramen powers are becoming very ubiquitous. I want Steve to like use it to make a puff of uh, powder to get away. (laughs) Kaboof. Uh, he disappeared in a delicious puff of smoke. <laughs> Sodium powder. Uh, Herbert comes in. He's like, Steve, we need to talk. And he's like, no, no, nothing. Go see you, buddy. And he takes off, and he kind of shrugs it off for Andrea. Then uh, back at home, Dad's secretary calls again, and Mom's like, again? <laughs> and uh, he might have to go back to the office. And she's like, just have her bring whatever it is here. And he's like, okay, let's see what you can. <laughs> or she can. Yeah. Okay. Teresa. Uh, yeah. And then we got to uh, Dylan and Kelly at dinner. And Dylan's just being weird. He's like trying to flirt and be like, food's delicious, huh? Yeah. Wow. You <laughs> like food too? Yeah, oh, cool. We're made Look for each other, babe. My fork and oats in my mouth. Yum, nom. <laughs> <laughs> we're also <laughs> unstuck in time. Oh. Not to brag. I know how stars work and I know how food works. So. Uh, and she's like, do you have any carbs around that spoonful? And he's like, about a thousand. <laughs> and then uh, she's like, is it yummy? And he goes, ar, 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 ar. Whoa. <laughs> what? what is that? Are you? What is going on, yeah. Dylan? I do he's, not care for you anymore. Like, he sounds like, there, like there's a robot, evil robot Dylan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's, he's uh, uh, like at the end of the, yeah, the, end yeah. of the episode, someone will take off their Dylan mask and be like, I would have got away with it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they make out some more. And he's like, spend the night with me, Kelly. And she's like, let's get out of here. And they start walking out of the restaurant. And they run into Brenda oh! Decane. Fuck. Fuck. And that's what they all say. Fuck. <laughs> this is and the Dylan's one. like, oh, my God, Superman. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they're just like, what? 
friend is like, how could you do this to me? And well, for, were they like making out or were they just walking Yeah, away? no, they were arm in arm. Okay. There was some kissy action. They definitely saw some stuff. They know shit is going on. Yeah, and dynamite. All right. I was writing all this down and I was like, this scene is funny and that there's a part in it. And I was like, that's so weirdly timed. So I just recorded it. All right. <laughs> I just wanted you guys to hear this as well. So hold on as I get my voice recorder ready again. And this is the big moment. German name's Rick. Shut up, Rick. Whatever, <laughs> Dean Kane. This doesn't concern you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fuck so off, great. Rick. This has nothing to do with you. I almost shit in my pants. <laughs> it's like, hey, listen, you guys are you know, tight friends. You know, you got to talk about it. You can't let them come between you. Oh, I'm Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, so there's more bimbo talk and Kelly and uh, Dylan storm out. Dylan's being such a dick. You know, it's like really oh, sticking oh, it in weird. Brenda's face. Give it a rest, yeah. Brenda. You said, uh, give it a rest, Brenda. I'm just banging your best friend. Yeah, yeah technically, we're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Since about 6 30. Nice. Anyway, so back at the Walsh house, Dottie, the uh, secretary, shows up. Uh oh. And she's young and attractive, and mom is like, oh. And Brandon's like, hey. And he's all flirty. I'm like, dude, you're standing in between your parents hitting yeah. on your dad's secretary. You're a fucking weirdo. Oh, this family's so wrong. So bizarre. And so uh, she lays uh, the compliments uh, pretty thick for dad there. And mom is pissed. Dad is clueless. And uh, she's like, sweetie, she has the hots for you. He's like, what? Huh? What? <laughs> Sorry, was he playing his Casio Listen, Spoilers. There's some Casio action today. Oh, yes, uh-huh. there is. Um, and he's like, no. And then he's like, you know, you sound like you sound like a jealous wife. And she's like, ah. And he's like, listen, it's all okay. And he tries <laughs> to put her at ease, and it works. Oh. Dean drops Brenda off at home, and she's super bummed out. And he's like, you just got to move on. She's like, you sound like my father. And he's like, he's a smart man. <laughs> By the way, I'm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to make you forget all about him. Kellen and Dilly are arguing at home. Kelly feels terrible. And she's like, why did I listen to you? Why didn't you just let me tell her before? You know, why? Well, you know, uh, and now I feel awful. And he's like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Kane also sounds like just move on from this like crucial relationship. Yeah, in yeah, your yeah. life right into my arms why totally. don't you? Yeah. Oh, he said some weird stuff about being married and having five kids and shit. <laughs> being Rick. Yeah. Rick. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm Rick. <laughs> <laughs> he said many things. Yeah. He said some weird stuff about his I don't know, name <laughs> Rick or something. Including yeah. that he's Rick. Uh, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and Kelly's like, and why were you rubbing it in Brenda's face that she's the one who dumped you? Like, why was that a big thing? That made me feel weird. And he's like, he I would only to, be dating yeah. this idiot if it was garbage. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you made me by dumping me. Uh, Andrea and Brandon work on the case. 
Andrea asks Brandon if he's ever heard of the legacy key, and he's like, uh, no, what's that? Because he and Steve talked about this. He Sounds told, like they're, they're giving Brandon less and less to do these days. Well, he had the big racism episode uh, yeah. two weeks oh, yeah, ago, right? right. So, um, and he's like, no, what? Yeah, maybe. And she's like, if we can nail down the story of the legacy key and bust that thing open, because this, this sounds like that's what it is, it'll be like you know the Billionaire Boys Club. Or something like that. The skulls. Oh, they like reference the Billionaire Boys Club? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that TV movie with Judd Nelson? <laughs> yeah, it'll be just like that. <laughs> it's uh, anyway. just like a Judd Nelson movie. It's like one of those TV <laughs> Judd Nelson movies? Yeah, those are pretty good. Uh, so Brandon confronts Steve, and uh, he's like, Steve, come on. Like, the, the key, the whole thing, it's got to be you. And Steve's like, whatever, man, no. And he's like, Why, it, just tell me who your guy is who told you about it, and I'll try and take the heat off you. And he's like, you guys are so smart, you figure it out. He storms off with his hair. Um, <laughs> it takes his hair with him. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get any of my delicious hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Yeah, it's beef broth this time. <laughs> um, so it turns out the board is not going to side with uh, Dylan with his uh, appeal on his SATs. And he's like, what? Come on, man. No. And they're like, Dylan, they'll let you take it again. It's just there isn't enough proof to, to back up that you didn't cheat. So he's like, what, I'm just a cheater? And he's like, they're going to let you take it again. And he's like, ah! And he storms out. I'm like, just take the test again. Or yeah. just, just tell everyone you cheated. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're dumb. Fuck you, Dylan. Uh, and he flips out. And so Kelly and Brenda are arguing with each other in the hallway, this and that. Kelly's kind of trying to talk to her, but they get heated again, and bimbo stuff comes up. And Dylan walks past them. <laughs> bimbo and, stuff comes yeah, up. Yeah, D- Dylan walks past them, and Brendan's like, Dylan, and he doesn't say anything. And they're like, where are you going? And he's like, anywhere but here. <laughs> I'm like, you piece of God. You're a muck. You suck. <laughs> and then uh, we cut to Dad at work, working late with the uh, secretary. And she's talking to him about this and that and being coming on full time. And then it gets very erotic all of a sudden. Oh. Whoa. Yeah, like she's unzipping her dress and stuff like that. And he's oh, like, shit. Uh, and then you realize that he's having sexual fantasies because she's just talking about something else. And, he's, and she's like, Jim. And he's like, uh, what? <laughs> oh, nothing. And uh, then we cut away. From, we don't go back to that. So I don't know what's going to go down, but Jim's oh, got season uh, long arc. He's got yeah. a solid D. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me play my Casio for you. This yeah. is a solid D chord. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> sorry, Kelly, I had it set on circus. <laughs> Kelly calls my Dylan. My set on circus. Kelly calls Dylan, gets his answering machine, leaves a message. He's just standing there listening to it like a dick. And he goes Ooh. out. Then we cut back to the Walsh house, and Dean Kane's over there, and he's talking with uh, Jim, Dad, uh, about business and business school, and Brenda's like, ugh. And then uh, he's like, well, enough about me. What about you, Dean Kane? What's your family doing? He's like, oh, my dad works for a Tommy or something like that and he's like no way a Tommy my keyboard's in a Tommy and he's like no way keyboard oh my <laughs> god yeah and so they're gonna go upstairs and play the keyboard wicked let's Together. jam it out yeah they go for a jam and that's the last 20 minutes of the episode Steve oh, meets up with the janitor and gives another 100 bucks and the janitor's like nah that's not enough this time oh boy cut what away from scumbag. that we, and now it's like dark out and dark inside and Dean Kane comes back down the stairs like <laughs> I didn't think we were going to play all of Jerry Lewis's songs. I'm like, oh, Jerry Lee Lewis, sorry. <laughs> and uh, a hot yeah, jam with your dad. Yeah, yeah, seriously, long jam up there. He's like, that was a sweet jam session. Comes back down, and Brenda just dumps him. 
It's like, I oh. can't. This isn't happening. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Damn. She's like, we don't have anything in common, and I'm just trying to pretend like this isn't a huge time in my life, and it is, and I'm not ready for a relationship. He's like, I'm not trying to push you into sex. She's like, no, but you're talking about marrying me. And he's like, but Bren, uh, you're the one. And she's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the one who lied to you about being a French person. Yeah. And, uh, oh. You're the one. I don't care that you're a huge liar. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Like, what about his mind lets him believe that she's the one? Oh, who knows? He's Dean Kane. He's a mystery. Um, <laughs> the enigma known as Dean yeah. Kane. <laughs> uh, so she's like, and it's not about Dylan. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, Maybe it is about Dylan. Who knows? Uh, then I, at the Peach guys, Pit. I bet it is. At the Peach Pit, Dylan shows up to see Brandon. And he's like, hey, man, SATs and stuff, and I'm having a rough time. And Brandon's like, oh, dude. And he's like, so I'm just going to split for a while. I got to, I gotta, you know, what does he say? I need some space. And Brandon's like, well, are you talking about like, get, are you dropping out of school? And he's like, no, I just need some space. I'm like, but if you're know, needing space, is you're going to leave school, you're dropping out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're not showing up, you're not there. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I was thinking. Anyway, so he's like, uh, "Is this going to lead to like a, you know, uh, some bad behavior or something like that?" And he's like, "No, Ooh. man, that's why I'm leaving because I don't want it to go to that." And he's like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "When do you go?" And he's like, "This is my last stop." It's like, "Okay, brother, I'll see you." Dylan leaves. He's who knows where Dylan's going on the road. Oh my goodness! He's a rebel with a cause. Yeah, yeah maybe. Oh yeah. I don't believe so. And then uh, Brenda. We cut to back to uh, Dylan's answering machine going off again, but it's Brenda calling this time. But she doesn't leave a message. Fade to black. Ooh, oh, she's done with that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. Something. Yeah. Who knows? Who's the rebel and what was their cause? Yeah, because if Dylan's the rebel, I don't know what his cause yeah, is. He didn't have a like cause other than lying to people and being yeah. kind of a dickhole. And being real weird. And pushing Kelly into sex. Yeah. He's you know, playing cool. the uh, passive-aggressive approach there. Yeah. Pulling out all the stops, doing all his best impressions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Eating, <laughs> eating all his best food. Dylan sucks so <laughs> bad in this episode. Holy shit. What yeah, a maroon. Yeah. What a maroon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the continuing adventures. Yep. They don't of, call them that because Lewis they stop. Gonna find out. There's a lot going on here. We got the break-in with Steve. We got yeah. who ran over Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't really get up. Uh, For my money, no. that's the only thing I'm interested in. I want to know who ran over Andrea and why. Why? Please let it be I some really, deep-seated thing. I, I want you know, there to be a reason. Planned. I really yeah. hope that it's like somebody that she knows clo- like close in the gang and they had to like speed off because yeah, it was like, David. It was a stolen oh, car or something. Oh, I hope it was David or Donna. <laughs> Or the, or the ghost of Dougie. <laughs> For no reason. Just sh- like, hey, is that Andrea? Yeah, totally. Yeah, we can hit her. <laughs> now they share this dark secret. Well, the car- and now they must finish the job. <laughs> well, the car really yeah, got... we're not having sex, though. We got to do something. <laughs> that's what let they do the in place out. sex. Oh, man, I love this show if that's what happens. <laughs> Instead of sex, they run over idiots. I, I swear the car got out of, out of hand. It was uh, an accident. It was a real Christine situation. Yeah. <laughs> so the radio was playing highly ironic songs. <laughs> oh, uh, well, lots of uh, plot threads up in the air for us to talk about next yeah, week. Oh, next yeah. episode. There's stuff's going on. This yeah. uh, season is stuff for uh, me to think about up. this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next Who's week, next? Are you me. Again? Next week, I'll be back with uh, with another episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right. for now. Yeah. This is the end. Yep. The end. My only friend. Oh. Uh, 
I wanted to say before we end this the is episode, our apocalypse now. Uh, the person who recommended American Thighs, the 1994 Veruca Salt oh. album, is Jennifer Varela, All right. a longtime listener, first time emailer back in May. Excellent. Uh, there you she, go, Jennifer. You are welcome. Yeah. She Thank was the one you. who said uh, we should be doing uh, Melrose Place at season two. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We may end up getting <laughs> that. You never know. Yeah. But for now, uh, thank you for listening. You can find us online at modernsuperior.com. Check it out there. There's lots of stuff on there. New episodes of Flight School. Uh, Word Burglar just put one up. There was a recent do-over. Tons of things on there. And also read Jeremy's article on modernsuperior.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C. Comments on there. Uh, comment on all of the movie news stuff there. And you can also, as always, comment on our uh, posts on Modern Superior and the discus threads underneath. There was a lot this week. Thanks and keep them coming. And you can also follow us on Twitter at S-Y-N-W-P-C. So a million ways to interact with us yeah yep. uh, also uh check me out yeah. on screenrant.com yeah i haven't been writing a lot lately because i've been busy with uh the baby with the baby but yep. uh now things are starting to normalize a little bit i'm gonna start writing uh, a lot more again so uh yeah screenrant.com check it out yep. yeah do we it we were recently uh, uh mentioned in variety uh, as yeah. one of the as one of the go to uh, movie blogs, sweet, yeah, pretty good. You're a real go to guy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Why, why don't you go to me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see you in a uh, Who Wore It Better comedy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Who Wrote It Better? <laughs> it's just gonna be me and the Jennifer Lopez <laughs> oh, dress from the Oscar. <laughs> they should do that for blogs. Who wrote it better? Was yeah. it Casey at Screen Rant or whatever their name is over at some other? crap blog <laughs> <laughs> well listen I'm not gonna lie to you that sounds like a compelling read because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only care about screen right and now. Uh, crap blog is a pretty good name for a website yeah. <laughs> not bad yeah. I'll tell you what I read crap blog yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, as a reminder as we mentioned facebook.com we, I've been posting a lot of the screen rant uh, stuff there yeah. so check it out Mm-hmm. Uh, Check it out. Uh, but otherwise we'll see you next Wednesday yep yeah and goodbye internet goodbye internet yeah. Hey, uh, fuck Gene. Yeah, fuck Gene. We haven't fucked Gene yeah. in a while. Right into the crap bag. Huh? Uh, huh? The ghost of Dougie is in safe haven. <laughs> I got honey stuck to my butthole. Oh, yeah, all of <laughs> them. Ruskies. Will Smith stuck to my Ruskies. <laughs> yeah, Ruskies. Uh, Ruskies. Deep, deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.